Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Everybody Needs a Hobby Part 13 by Georgia Builder Chapter 27 Saturday morning early I didn't sleep for shit last night. I bounced from dream to dream, some of them innocuous and innocent, some of them frightening, and the one I was having now, downright dick straightening. I think that most of them could be blamed on the prank I'd pulled yesterday on Brit, my blonde bombshell lover and business partner. Yesterday, I had called the company phone number, catching her sleepy-headed, and fed her a line about me, an older southern gentleman, wanting to get some sexy photos of my much younger girlfriend. I accidentally let on that the girl was none other than Becky, our comely, red-headed friend and part-time plaything. I know that Brit, Gina and Kate would all come unwound thinking that Becky had an older gentleman on the line on the side. I was also sure that my brilliant Brit would figure out it was a prank and that would give her free reign to get me back. Anyway, if you had to finish the night with a dream, this last was the kind you wanted. I was camping alone, out in the wilderness. I was so far removed from civilization, I hadn't seen or heard anyone for weeks. Lost in the serenity, my mind was clear and all my senses acute. The air was fresh and brisk, the smell of pines, and in the distance, the sound of running water. My internal GPS led the way, the volume ever increasing, and the air became far more fragrant, like flowers. As I was about to emerge from the forested tree line, the sound of the water streaming over the smooth river rocks changed, interrupted by splashing and sweet laughter. I peeked my head out from behind a large sugar pine and audibly gasped, sucking in that sweet air. She turned, having somehow heard me over the rattling of the rocks and water surrounding her. I ducked back behind the tree, wondering if isolation had led me to hallucinations. I could swear I had just seen a vision, an apparition if you will. I took a minute to compose myself before I slowly moved to take another look. She was still there, her back to me now. I blinked purposefully, making sure my eyes weren't deceiving me, but no, she was still there. I watched in awe, not twenty yards distant, a young girl, a wood nymph, a forest fairy, whatever, but a beautiful vision nonetheless. Slender and petite from behind, her long golden hair hung nearly to the water and as she played, it fanned and moved revealing her shapely form a form devoid of clothing. I managed to hold back the gasp this time. She slowly turned my way and I retreated enough that I was still hidden, or so I thought. I did have to catch my breath now as I saw her true beauty. Sans clothing indeed, her lithe form was perfection, soft and shapely, her skin golden and radiant, but it was her face, her eyes, that captivated me. Even at this distance, they shone brightly, a shade of violet that occurs rarely in nature. The brightness of her eyes was matched only by the brightness of her smile as she playfully kicked at the water, splashing the cool water on her flawless legs. I was lost, admiring her playfulness and beauty when she suddenly stopped and stared right at me. I froze. Surely she couldn't see me here in the deep shadows, but still her eyes bore into mine and then she smiled, crooking a delicate finger, gesturing me to reveal myself. Entranced, I stepped out of hiding and walked slowly to the water's edge. Her eyes never left mine, and her smile never wavered. 
I stopped where the stream washed at the bottom of my boot soles and my wood nymph seemed to float the remaining distance between us. I was statue still as she stood before me, bare toe to boot toe. Her eyes, now confirmed to be the most vibrant violet imaginable were laced with golden streaks that made them even more hypnotic. The only sounds were still those of the water babbling behind her and the occasionally chirping of a bird or barking of a tree squirrel. Seemingly satisfied that she had finished reading my mind, she slowly let her gaze drop, surveying the rest of me. I took the opportunity to do the same and cautiously dipped my head down and took in the true beauty before me. Like sculpted marble, her body was artistic purity. Her neck was long and slender, leading to a torso of womanly perfection, curvaceous and supple. Her breasts stood proud, nipples prouder yet, a couple shades darker than her golden skin. Her belly was toned and her hips pronounced and of course, those legs and her delicate feet, perfection personified. Being a guy, my gaze returned to the intersection of her long legs. Standing so near, my sight line was limited, but I could make out the subtle roundness, covered by a soft sprinkling of golden hair. Lost in my own mind, drawing a mental picture, I suddenly sensed once again that I was being watched. Sheepishly, I raised my head back up to see her eyes again locked on mine. Her lips tightened, changing her smile to a smirk. My cheeks flushed red, busted. Silent still, I held my ground as she raised her hand and ran it softly over my cheek. She ran her index finger slowly over my lips and then down my chin. Pausing, I felt myself shiver, waiting for her next move. A kiss, maybe? Her hands moved to my shoulders and slipped under my jacket. I let myself relax as my outer layer slipped from my shoulders to the ground. Next her hands went to the buttons on my shirt. Her fingers grazed my chest as she went from button to button. Once again, her hands went to my shoulders and I relaxed again as my shirt sloughed off, piled on my jacket. Her eyes met mine once more and I visibly shuddered as she ran her hands down my chest, pausing to run her fingers around my nipples and again pausing to playfully poke inside my belly button. I thought I heard a light snicker but her eyes never changed, never left mine. I inhaled deep, gasping as one hand rested flat on my belly at the top of my pants, her other hand on my belt buckle. Again, her eyes never left mine, but one eyebrow arched slightly in reply. I swallowed hard as I felt her expertly manage my buckle, her stare unwavering. I didn't dare break ranks with her, even as I felt the button on my khakis pop free and the sound of the zipper joined that of the babbling stream. Following the trend, my pants unceremoniously dropped to the ground around my ankles. Her hands returned to my hips, balanced on the elastic band of my boxers. I closed my eyes briefly, waiting for her next move, and this time, I'm sure I heard her titter quietly. I opened my eyes and caught her in the act this time, gazing down at my boxers. Now I'm not sure if she was taking delight in the fact that my BVDs were adorned with little yellow woodstocks, the peanuts character, or the tent I had involuntarily pitched in my shorts. Her eyes moved back up slowly until we were once again optically connected and then she smiled devilishly. I had no option but to smile back. I wanted to say something, get the conversation started, but was pulled up short when she suddenly kissed me softly. Her warm, moist lips paused briefly on mine and then she began her downward trek. First my chin, then my neck, and onto my chest, deviating slightly to visit each nipple. Slowly she made her way, kisses stacked one below the other. I felt her tongue dart out and probe my belly button when she kissed it. When she came to the top of my boxer she paused and I finally thought to look down. I'd been looking straight ahead all this time, holding my breath. Her eyes still on mine, her lips on my lower belly. I felt her hook her fingers between the elastic and my skin and felt the cool air 
as she slowly worked my bird-adorned briefs southward. She glanced down briefly when progress was somehow impeded and then looked up at me, again, that devilish stare, as she drew the elastic band outward and my stiffness sprang free. This time she did giggle as my cock, released from its confines, bounced off the bottom of her chin. I felt my underwear flutter down to join my khakis and then damn near exploded as I felt her delicate hand wrap around my throbbing cock. Forced to look down now, she was looking back up at me, her smile bigger than ever and her violet eyes were on fire. I sucked in my breath once more and held it as she opened those perfect lips and her delicate tongue reached out, tickling the tip of my cock, flicking the bead of precum onto her tongue. She winked before she diverted her eyes and opened her mouth and slowly took me between her sweet lips. Holy shit! I cried out, the sensation was so intense. I felt my cock being consumed until her delicate nose pressed against my belly and a familiar feeling on the head of my cock jarred me awake. I struggled to focus as I lifted my head slightly. The sound of the rushing waters was replaced with the ravenous slurping sound of wet lips and saliva on hard cock. Blonde hair cascaded over my lower region, partially blocking my view, but there was no doubt that my beautiful Brit, my own sexy nymph, was the one pleasuring me. I rubbed the sleep from my eyes and as she continued to minister my heart on, mouth, tongue, lips and hands working in harmony, I blinked furiously trying to focus. As my depth of field returned, I was treated to a landscape that always makes my blood flow southward. Britt was kneeling beside me, placing her unequaled ass within easy reach. Legs slightly parted, her pussy beckoned and her puckered pink star perched above, winked teasingly. I ran my hand up her firm thigh and her pussy lips visibly quivered. I palmed her ass cheek, massaging it gently before starting at the crease on top and slowly letting my middle finger slip down her lovely crack. I let my fingertip linger, resting on her precious pucker which kissed my fingertip, inviting it in. I turned down the invitation and continued downward. Her pussy glistened, her excitement shimmering on her inner lips that peeked out from within. Concentrating on the task at hand wasn't easy as my lover consumed me, determined to drain me. I gathered a bit of her essence on the tip of my finger, and traveled the perimeter of her impatient pussy. Her clit snuck out, and Brit moaned on my cock as I rubbed it gently. Momentarily distracted, she gave my balls a cautionary squeeze as her throat massaged the tip of my cock. I wasn't long for this world and my male ego wouldn't let her just have her way. I gently spread her lips with two fingers, marveling at the sweet nectar that began to trickle toward her clit. My girl was truly tuned on and I couldn't let that alone. Slowly I slipped on finger between those wanting lips and her pussy immediately sucked me in. Brit growled, the vibrations on the tip of my cock nearly sending me over the edge as she drew her lips up my length, her teeth gently scraping the underside. I answered with another digit planted deep inside her hot snatch and then let my thumb spread her slippery goodness over her distended clit. That got her attention as her pussy hugged my fingers and she let my cock come up for air. Fuck yeah! She panted, rocking her ass back on my hand. Brit whipped her head around, flinging her hair over her shoulder and her blue eyes, three shades darker than normal, bore into mine. She gritted her teeth as she fucked herself on my fingers until she had her first orgasm out of the way. You gorgeous fucker you. She laughed and then turned back to my cock and took me deep. Fuck me. I moaned as she worked my cock like the world depended on it. Her talented mouth and tongue deposited lubrication enough to keep her pumping hand in nearly constant motion. My cock jumped when I felt her cup my wet balls with her other hand and then slowly slipped the tip of her middle finger in my ass. My reaction caused her pussy to flutter, awakening my fingers still comfortably resting inside her snug snatch. 
Determined now to get her off once more before abandoning all hope, I petted her pussy from the inside, crooking my fingers and teasing her G-spot, that spongy trigger I could now find with ease. Aware of my counterattack, Brid doubled her efforts and was fucking my ass with her thankfully slender digit, while stroking and sucking my cocktail hell wouldn't have it. I concentrated on my simultaneous probing and petting, frustrated that I couldn't contort myself enough to reach up and give her asshole the attention that would launch her clean out of the bed. Equal to the task, Brit had me on the brink as we raced to see who would throw who over the finish line first. I could feel it all the way to my toes while Brit felt my balls begin their retreat, and it felt like my cock doubled its girth. Making the final turn, my dream girl held just the head of my swelling member between her lips and stroked firmly, willing my come out of me as her finger tickled at my prostate, a sensation I'm still unsure of. I was afraid I'd pass out from blood loss to the brain. It felt so fucking good and I was ready to throw in the towel. Fuck Brit. I groaned. Digging in my heels, I arched my back suddenly, completely taking her by surprise. Hanging on, Brit lost her hold on my cock as my change in elevation forced my ready-to-explode cock back into her mouth. Meanwhile, I had a death grip on the sheets with one hand, and my other, still working overtime on her impending climax, somehow hit on the perfect combination of pressure and motion. Brit, Brit, Brit. I cried through gritted teeth as I felt my cock unload in her mouth as she was trying to scream out when her orgasm took control. Unable to move or push off my fountain of cum, she swallowed time and again, only prolonging my pleasure. Meanwhile, in our climactic contortions, I'd unknowingly connected the circuit between her G-spot and clit, and her entire body quaked a spontaneous seizure of sexual release. After what seemed like an eternity, both our bodies relaxed. I collapsed back onto the bed Brit her head in my lap with my spent cock resting on her cheek. When my head cleared, the blood returning to my brain, I grabbed another pillow and tucked it under my head. Looking down my torso, I found Brit, her head resting on my right thigh and, looking up at me through half-closed eyes. My flaccid cock wiggled as I felt her tickle it with her tongue. I reciprocated, running my hand over her ass and sneaking a little poke at her pink pucker. She moaned and giggled at the same time before stretching and then slithering across me until we were eye to eye. Her moist lips sought mine and our tongues danced as we held each other tight. Good morning, she whispered in our kiss. Yes it is, I replied running my hands up and down her sides. That was incredible, she said as she propped herself up on one elbow, her piercing blue eyes zeroed in on mine. I've never come that hard from being fingered, smiling and running a finger over my lips. Yeah. I said as I kneaded her ass cheek with one hand while the other grazed around her exposed breast. She shivered as I barely made contact with her nipple. That was like the perfect storm. I was coming so hard, what with your finger up my ass and my cock in your throat. I'm not sure where my fingers ended up. She leaned down for a soft kiss. Yeah, well it was perfect and we're going to have to practice and see if we can do that again. Smiling wide before stealing another kiss. We lay there kissing and petting and I would have been content to spend the day right where we were, but the big shoot ahead soon interrupted our reverie. Well, she said, stretching like a pet feline, I suppose we better get up and get this show on the road. I hate it when you're right. I groaned, stretching beneath her before giving her a sweat on the butt. Ow, daddy. She squealed in her little girl voice as she jumped out of bed and made for the bathroom. I was close behind, loving the bouncing view ahead of me. Beating me to the massive shower, she flung open the door and stood at the controls where I caught up with her. The shower I built was a bit over the top, to say the least. Big enough for a dozen of your closest friends, it offered everything from a gentle rain, 
complete with sparkling stars above, to a cascading waterfall. There was even a massage wall with adjustable oscillating jets that could do just about anything your twisted mind could conjure up. So what will it be today, Daddy? She asked, still in character. I stood behind her and nestled up to her soft behind. She wiggled and giggled as I rested my soft cock in her but crack and my chin on her shoulder. Well, since we don't have much time before we hit the road, we should probably just take a regular shower. She mumbled her disappointment as I reached around her and made the appropriate valve combination until the shower head above and the ceiling rained down on us. Here, I said reaching around her again for the shampoo. I take it we need to wash your hair for the shoot today. Oh goody. She laughed and bounced up and down, working her slick ass over my awakening cock. I spun her around and told her to stand still as I began the process. Washing a woman's long hair has always been a turn-on of mine and all three of my roomies love nothing better than the personal attention of someone massaging their scalp and running their fingers through their hair, not to mention the teasing and tormenting that goes along with it. I have also gotten quite skilled at shaving legs and pussies and the first time I performed this little service for them, they swear that they'd almost forego sex and trade for that pampering. We'll probably never know though, as everyone is so worked up when I'm finished that a good fucking is the only option at that point. I was standing in front of Brit and running my hands through her soapy locks while she had both hands on my cock, determined to get another rise out of me. A cool draft of air washed over us and we shivered as two sexy, naked visions joined us. Gina and Kate stepped in on either side of us and wrapped us in a group hug as the water rained down on us. We heard the shower running, so we figured we'd join you and save a little water. Kate, our long, dark-haired pixie giggled as she ran a hand over both my and Brit's butt cheeks. Yeah, Gina chimed in as she did the same. We figured a good group hair washing session would be a neat way to get the day started. The statuesque Amazon kissed both our shoulders and gave another big hug and a squeeze before giving us both a little love sweat on the butt. Come here, sweet cheeks, she said to her bedmate. Let's get started on all that long damn hair of yours. Kate giggled as she slipped around us and joined Gina beside us under the falling waters. Gina grabbed the shampoo and started the Herculean task of washing the nearly four feet of thick black hair. Damn, I think your hair must grow a couple inches every day. Gina grumbled with a smile. Yeah. Kate rebutted, reaching up to tweak one of Gina's perfect teacups. But I didn't hear you bitching about it when I was whipping your sweet pussy with it last night. Both Britt and I cast a questioning glance at them, and Gina replied as she continued to work the suds through her little lover's hair. Yeah, that was hot. Brit babe, you'll have to try it. Kate had me all worked up, licking me and fingering my pussy when she suddenly jumped up, sat on my tummy and whipped my pussy with her hair, like one of those SNM types would do with a riding crop or something. It felt fantastic, kinda feathery and light, but still hard enough to get your clit humming. Brit laughed as she both visualized the sight and felt my response to the story, my cock trying to worm its way into her ass crack. She turned and grabbed hold. Sounds hot, huh babe? Kate and Gina looked down at my hard-on wrapped in Brit's hand and licked their lips simultaneously. She slowly stroked it, showing it off. Maybe we'll try having you fuck my ass while Katie whips my pussy and Gina sits on my face. How does that sound, daddy? Again with the little girl voice. Ah, uh, fuck me. I groaned, running my hands over my face and through my hair, backing out of Brit's teasing grasp. I can't take much more of this and we need to hit the road soon. You girls finish up and I'll go whip something up for breakfast. Not recognizing my pun. They were laughing and high-fiving as they watched me walk out of the shower, my heart on bobbing up and down as I left. To their credit, 
It wasn't long before I heard the jet-like whine of three hair dryers. I'd slipped on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and some running shoes before putting together a quick breakfast. Soon, Gina and Kate pranced by, naked and happy, to their room to get dressed for the day. The western store Becky worked at was supplying the bulk of the clothes that we would be shooting, so other than the skimpy bikinis they mentioned earlier to wear for a quick dip in the lake, we should be set. In record time, all three emerged, dressed in shorts and crop tops and sandals on their feet. Each also had a gym bag with God knows what in them, and I wasn't about to ask. Throwing their bags on the floor near the front door, they joined me in the kitchen and quickly decimated everything I'd put out for breakfast. There wasn't much conversation as everyone was anxious to take the motorhome out on its maiden voyage, so it was eat, quickly clean up, and out the door. I glanced at my watch as Britt shut the coach door and I had to compliment the girls. Believe it or not, we're actually about 30 minutes ahead of schedule. I'm impressed. Hey, Katie replied. If we have to, we can get our act together, but given the amount of distractions we live with, giving me a wink and Gina a goose on the butt. It's not always easy. Gina laughed as she spun to take her turn at pinching the little one on the ass, but Kate was already halfway to the bedroom. I just shook my head in mock disbelief and took my seat in the captain's chair. Britt was giggling at her girlfriend's antics and took her spot in the seat beside me. We glanced at each other, and we both broke out in big smiles. Stretching, we reached out and took each other's hand and gave it a loving squeeze. Pilot to co-pilot. I said in my best imitation of a voice over a radio. Britt giggled and squeezed my hand once more before letting go, her smile as big as the motorhome. Co-pilot go, she replied, trying not to laugh as she did it. I couldn't keep this up, so I just said normally. You know, we should probably make up a pre-flight kind of list for this boat. You know, make sure we have all the hoses and cords detached and all the cabinet doors closed and that kind of thing. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. She said as she looked on as I turned on the ignition and the big rear-engine diesel came to life. Squeals came from the back of the coach as the engine probably simulated those magic fingers things we used to see in a cheap motel, vibrations running through the floor and the bed. Britt didn't miss a move as I fussed with the lights and checked all the gauges. All looked good, so I threw it into reverse and then remembered we even had a rear-facing camera which I finally figured out how to turn on. So cool, Britt said as she sat on the edge of her seat to look at the small monitor. Keeping quiet, she sat and watched as I swung the forty feet of steel and fiberglass in as tight a radius as I could, easily turning the coach and pointing it toward the big rolling door. Britt had snatched the remote for the door from the office and pointed it out the windshield, and the door obeyed her command and we made the sharp left, and were on our way. The behemoth was actually a snap to drive as long as you remembered how big it was and paid attention to the mirrors. Britt sat back in her co-pilot's seat and kicked off her sandals and put her feet up on the upholstered dash. I will never tire of looking at her, dressed, undressed, doesn't matter. Now, her long sexy legs and pretty feet were on display and I forced myself to keep my eye on the road, taking the quick glance as I checked out the mirror on her side. She caught me looking and stretched and shifted in her seat, giving me a look at her legs with her muscles taut and defined and her crop top sneaking up the slope of her breasts, giving a little underboob tease. She smiled big as I had to do my own shifting and stretching to take the kink out of my cock. So, do you think you can teach me to drive it? She asked as she put her legs back down and swiveled the big chair. I have no doubts about your driving skills, but I'm not sure I want either of them. Nodding to the back of the coach as the giggling and squealing continued. Driving it. Riding with Gina is like being on Mr. Toad's wild ride at Disneyland and I'm not sure Kate could reach all the controls. 
laughing. That's the truth. Brit agreed as she got out of her seat and stood back behind me. She did her magic on my shoulders and I think I maybe purred a little. So can I get you anything to drink? I'm going to get me a water. That'd be great, but be careful when you open the fridge in case anything's shifted. Gotcha, she said as she made her way to the kitchen. Returning with our drinks, she opened mine and sat it in the holder beside me and then took her seat, feet again on the dash. Suppose I ought to call Becky and give the heads up that we are on the road? Good idea, and also, ask her if she knows whether or not that station near them has diesel? I probably have plenty, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yes, sir, Captain. She giggled as she pulled her cell phone out of her tight shorts and dialed up our red-headed friend. They spoke and laughed for a couple minutes, making little kissy goodbyes. Yeah, they have diesel and it's a big place, so she said you shouldn't have any trouble navigating this boat around, her words. She laughed. About then, Gina and Kate emerged from the rear and flopped down beside each other on the couch. Are we there yet? They whined in harmony, followed by more giggling and laughter. I looked at Brit and shook my head. Can you go back and swat them, dear? I can't reach them from here. No, daddy. They squealed, hugging each other and cowering in the corner of the big couch. We'll be good, daddy. Please don't spank us, daddy. Followed by uncontrolled laughing. I could only shake my head thinking how long a ride this could be and how lucky I was to have these three in my life. I glanced over at Brit, and her blue eyes shined with a look of love as she sighed deeply. I mouthed I love you, which she answered with a silent I love you more. It took another fifteen or twenty minutes before I pulled the home on wheels into the parking lot of the store and took up a half dozen parking spots right at the front. We were there well before opening, so I was pretty sure Ginny, the owner of the store and Becky's aunt, wouldn't come out brandishing a shotgun to chase me out of town. There was knocking on the door before I had time to set the brake and put it into park. Brit bailed out of her seat and skipped to the side entry, looking over her shoulder at me before she opened the door. I nodded that it was okay and she swung the door open. Watch the step. She warned as the automatic front porch slowly extended itself from under the carriage. Fancy. Becky tittered as she stepped up and poked her head through the door. Permission to come aboard, Captain. She said to me with a big smile on that beautiful face framed in gorgeous long red hair. Get your sweet ass in here. I said, standing up and extending my arms out to her. Her smile got even bigger as she belined her way to my arms and wrapped me in her arms and long legs and gave me a breath-stealing kiss. I had my hands on her Daisy Duke clad ass, enjoying my reception when I chanced to glance over her shoulder and there stood Virginia, or Ginny as she preferred to be called, watching her niece lip-locked with another woman's boyfriend. Ginny pretty much knew the score, I think, but it still made me a little uneasy, so I pried the voracious ginger off me. Ginny, I said as I spun Becky around to face her aunt. Unfettered by her aunt's presence, she squealed and launched herself at Gina and Kate who she'd sprinted by to get to me. I looked back up at Ginny who was giving me one of those steely looks that makes you wonder which way to run when she broke out into a smile and said, Well, do I get one of those, stud? Britt laughed and stepped aside waving her arms to direct Ginny my way and we hugged and shared a more chaste kiss, but one that got my attention nonetheless. She gave me another lingering hug. Good to see you again, George, winking before she turned. And you three lovelies too, giving them each a hug and kiss. Y'all are about the sexiest bunch I've seen in a long time. I can't wait to see how these pictures turn out. We've got everything gathered up and by the front entrance, so let's get these sweet butts in gear and get them loaded up. The girls all laughed and saluted Ginny as they made their way out of the door. I dutifully followed and before you could blink, 
Ginny had us running back and forth, loading the various clothes and boots and hats into the coach. As Becky was carrying the last load up the steps, handing them off to the others who were shuttling them to the back and stowing them for the trip, Ginny took my hand and led me to the back of the coach. Out of earshot of the others, she turned to me. George, I really appreciate you doing this for me, well us, and I expect to be billed appropriately. I don't want any special deals or any such just because Becky's my niece. We both have businesses to run and we need to treat it that way. She paused, making sure that I understood her stance. I nodded my head in agreement. That being said, she continued, I want you all to have a good time and stay as long as you want. You can even stay over in the house if you want to, though it looks like you brought your own with you. Pausing to look down the length of the coach. Anyway, I know Becky has been looking forward to today and well, I know she can get to be a handful, so do me a favor and try to keep a tight rein on her. I don't want her falling off any haylofts or anything and breaking that pretty little neck of hers. Her mother would have my scalp if anything happens to that girl. She paused once more as I digested what she had said and something wasn't sitting right. Anyway, she continued, stepping closer and nearly whispering. If I was twenty years younger, I'd go with you and show you youngins how to have a good time, but, turning me and giving my butt a friendly pat, someone has to mind the store. Becky stuck her pretty little red head out the door just as Ginny had finished giving me my marching orders. Well, we're all loaded up. Time to get this show on the road. All right, young lady. Her aunt replied as she followed her back into the motorhome. You have the list of shots we talked about earlier? Yes, ma'am, she replied, pulling the folded piece of paper out of back pocket of her tight shorts. Okay, she said and then turning back to me. We came up with some suggestions that we thought would work well particularly for this upcoming ad, but while we're at it, we should go ahead and just take a lot of, what do you call them, stock shots. That way we'll have plenty for the website and such. Anyway, I'll trust your judgment. Pausing to give me a look that made me cringe a little. And Becky's too, to make it a successful day or two. I just stood there and nodded my head as Ginny went in and gave all the girls a quick goodbye kiss on the cheek and I got mine as she stepped down the steps, turning before she stepped down and closed the door. You girls don't do anything I wouldn't do. Giving me a surreptitious wink. My mind worked overtime as I fueled up the beast and then headed for the ranch. The girls all sat around on the couches behind me and yacked away. Gray noise as I tried to decipher Ginny's random comments that somehow tickled my spidey senses. The long white three-rail fence reminded me that we were close and I woke up enough to make the turn into the drive and pulled up to the gate. Straight shooter? Kate asked as she looked out the windshield at the big arching sign over the locked gates. Yeah, my aunt is a big George Strait fan, much to my uncle's displeasure. But, well, you've met her. I'll get the gate, George, and then lock it up behind us. Okay. Sounds like a plan. I answered as Britt opened the door for her. Meanwhile, Kate had taken over the co-pilot's seat, and we both watched the shapely redhead in her Daisy Dukes and tied-up shirt and boots make her way to the gate. Nice butt, Kate said, followed by a loud wolf whistle. We were both surprised when Becky turned and smiled at us before returning to unlock the gate. Kate looked at me, giggling. Good hearing, too. We watched as Becky swung the big gates to the side, and then waved us in, but not before turning her back to us and giving her but a shake and a quick slap and a smile. I really like this girl. Gina said over my shoulder, having taken in the show. Yeah, there's not much there not to like. Britt said over my other shoulder. I threw the beast in gear and Becky gave us all a knowing little finger wave as we drove past her and through the gate. In a flash, she had the gate locked shut and bounded into the coach. Onward, Macduff. She laughed as she closed the door.
Kate looked at me quizzically. Macbeth, sort of. I replied as I put it in gear and headed for the barn, literally. The girls oozed and odd as I pulled into the barnyard area between the house, corrals, and the massive barn. My three were out the door before I headed in park. Becky lingered until I headed out of gear, and the engine shut down. I stepped out of the captain's chair and Becky met me halfway to the door. Hey, cowboy, she said, as she wrapped her arms around my neck and her lips met mine. Our tongues danced for a bit as my hands found her back pockets and pulled her tight. Welcome back, she said, smiling as she rubbed against the hardness in my pants. Good to be back, I said as I took another wet kiss. I lead her out of the motorhome and happened to glance up at the peak of the barn. Tucked under the overhang was a shiny black dome like they use for a video camera. All the gears meshed, and I moaned out loud. What? Becky turned to me and asked. Oh, nothing. Hey, I just noticed. Pointing to the barn. Your aunt has video cameras here? Oh, yeah. She replied, turning back to join the girls at the corral. She's had them here for years. These are hooked up so that she can keep an eye on the place over the internet. She has them out here and over there, overlooking the corrals, pointing to the edge of the roof where the corrals butted up to the barn. I was following behind. She also has them around the house and inside the barn too, joining the others at the fence. The barn, I muttered to myself. That's what the reference to keeping Becky from falling out of the hayloft was all about. On our last trip here, when Becky and I came out to look the place over as a location to shoot for her aunt's store, Becky and I, well let's just say that Becky scared the hell out of me, perched on a railing, naked as a jay, high above the barn floor. I ran up the stairs to her rescue her, and eventually enjoyed my first course of her sweet snatch as she was sprawled naked on a bale of hay. It now seemed rather obvious that Ginny's warning was warranted by a little first-hand knowledge, and I doubt that Becky gave her a blow-by-blow of our fun on the farm that day. I joined the girls at the rail where a couple of horses and Don, the donkey, had come over to them. The girls were fawning all over the equines and little Kate was instantly drawn to the equally diminutive Don. Right down at his level, Don was loving all the attention Kate was giving him, scratching around his ears and talking to him like he understood every word she said. The others were petting the other horses and talking amongst themselves when Gina called out. Hey Katie, better watch yourself. I think Don may have a thing for you. Laughing and the other girls looked over and joined in busting up. Kate looked at them, trying to figure out what's so funny, and then looked over at me. I just gave her a little half-smile, and then nodded toward Don's hindquarter. Still clueless, Kate bent down and looked under her new little friend and came up nearly screaming. It seems that Don was enjoying the attention to the extreme and was now sporting a woody that would send any porn star screaming with fear off the set. Holy fuck! She yelled as she backed away from the fence. He's really packing she said well away from the proud pack animal, her eyes still glued to his prominent member. Becky was laughing loud as she walked over to Don and gave him some more loving between the ears. Poor baby, she said to Don. Did Kate get you all excited there, big boy? Kate sheepishly walked back over to the corral and Don reached his head through the fence and tired to nuzzle her crotch. Down, boy. She screamed as she jumped back, scaring the donkey and he skittered back to the other side of his pen. Approaching Becky at the fence again, she asked, Did I really do that to him? I mean, did I really kinda turn him on or something? Becky and the others laughed again and Kate began to get flustered. Becky sensed her real concern and put her arm around the little one's shoulders and hugged her to her. Yeah, in a way, you kinda did. Becky answered as she ran her hand up and down over Kate's arm. He probably preferred that you were a girl donkey, but yeah, sometimes any affection will have an effect on them. 
Also, they have a keen sense of smell, and not that you smell like a donkey or anything. She smiled and gave her a kiss on top of the head. They do sense arousal in their mates and for some animals, it triggers their time to mate and procreate. Now I feel kind of bad, Katie said, looking across the way at her new little four-legged friend. Why is that? Beck asked, her hand having found its way down to Kate's perky little ass. Well, I don't know, I guess it's kind of like being a cocktease, you know, getting a guy all worked up and then not, well you know. Now turning crimson. Gina and Kate had been eavesdropping and couldn't help but get a couple digs in. I don't think you know how to be a cocktease. Britt laughed. You see a hard-on and you're all over it. Yeah, well, I've only been with, well, almost two, so yeah, maybe I'm not that mean, you know. Defending her ground. Kate's hand had found Becky's backside and she squeezed her new ally's butt cheek. Well, I guess you could always give him a handy. Gina giggled and Kate turned redder yet at her bedmate's comment. Don't worry about it, sweetie. Becky said, turning Kate to face her, distracting her from the others. If Don feels the need, he can get himself off. Well, that comment shut everyone up and they all stared at Becky. Britt naturally was the one to ask. You mean he? Nodding toward Don, whose excitement was now at bay. You mean he can, well, masturbate? Now it was Becky's turn to laugh. Well, yeah, most all animals masturbate, one way or another. Horses and Don will use a fence or a fence post. We've all seen dogs do it. Hell, that's what they're doing when they grab onto your leg. We even had a goat here once who could give himself a blowjob. Now that was a weird one to watch. She said as the girls hung on to every word. That could come in handy. I said from the background. You. They all said, turning to look at me like I just farted in church. Yeah, baby. Brit said. Don't let us catching you trying to do that. With all of us around, that's one skill you don't need to perfect. And they all broke out in boisterous laughter. Come on, enough horseplay. Becky giggled as she took Kate's hand. Let me show you the barn. Kate skipped alongside Becky and Gina and Britt looked at them and then at each other and shook their heads and took each other's hands and skipped along behind them. Hey. I stopped behind them and threw my hands in the air. Britt and Gina looked back and I said, without saying anything, and what about me? They just giggled, stuck their tongues out and then turned back to skip toward the barn while I brought up the rear. Usually it has worked to my advantage to be the lone stud, but now, not so much. I helped Becky swing open the big barn door and more oohing and aahing ensued. Hey, I recognize that railing up there. Gina called out. Becky smiled and did a little pirouette. Yes, that's where I was saved from falling to my death by the big, handsome stranger, she said as dramatically as she could. The girls looked at me to see if I would blush a little. All they got was a shoulder shrug of indifference. Yeah, and while naked if I remember the picture, Kate giggled. I ignored them, but looked up at the balcony fondly, and then spotted another camera high in the rafters. Looking around, I spotted four others and they were all nice and shiny. I'm sure I'd have seen them last time. Becky caught my eye and I glanced up. She nodded and walked over to me while the others looked around the barn. Yeah, I saw them when I walked in, she said, her arm around my waist. She either had them cleaned, or I'm betting that she had them upgraded. Her old ones were monochrome. I'll bet these are color and high def, the sweet old perv. She smiled as she turned to me and collected another kiss. You knew? I asked, bewildered. Oh yeah, I knew they were here. Since no one lives here full time now, it's any easy way to keep an eye on things. I think it's also recorded too, but I'm not sure. She said matter-of-factly. But, but, I stuttered. Lover, don't sweat it. If you recall, I'm the one that was stalkers up there. 
You just ate me out until I screamed so loud, dust came off the rafters. Anyway, she couldn't see much, the covers were so gunked up. I was still looking at her bug-eyed and she teased as she hugged me and kissed my ear. Yeah, there's microphones too. Breathing a sigh of relief that the lenses were at least impaired and she was making all the obscene noises, I relaxed. Becky smiled as she ran her fingers through my hair. Yeah, my aunt is a horny old broad, God love her, and I know all about the cameras, so I thought it would be nice to give her a little thrill. I guess I should have asked you. Curling her lips into a cute little pout, asking for forgiveness. Yeah, well, she gave me a roundabout warning to watch out for you and make sure that you didn't do a swan dive off the balcony and now she's gone all high-tech, so... Well, kissing my nose, her arms still around my neck. She's done so much for me over the years, I'd like to give her a little something to diddle to in the privacy of her own home. Smiling. Did you say diddle? I asked. Yeah. She smiled big. You know, tease the kitty, baste the tuna, hit the slit. She smiled. You are something. I laughed and was about to lay a big one on her when Kate squealed from across the barn. Becky glanced her way. Oh God, I forgot about that, she said, shaking her head. What? I asked. Come with me, she said with a sigh, holding my hand as we all converged on Kate. Is that what I think it is? Kate stuttered as Brit and Gina busted a gut. Becky sighed once more as I stared at the wall, unable to come up with the words. Yeah, it is baby. Brit blustered. George has one just like it buried in the bottom of one of his dresser drawers, but I don't think his is quite that big. Once again, Brit and Gina lost it, and Becky tried hard not to join in, squeezing my hand tightly. Yes, yeah, sweetie, I guess we do sort of give hand jobs to the horses. Years ago, Ginny had a stallion that was good stock and she used to sell his semen. We'd use that to get the horse to ejaculate, and then we'd collect the semen and sell it. The other two were quiet now wondering I'm sure what it was like to try and handle the giant sex toy. It was like a male masturbator, not unlike a fleshlight, only it had a big handle on one side and must have been a couple of feet long and six inches across at the open end. How in the hell did you? Gina asked, unable to put together the rest of the sentence. School was back in session. Well, we had a buck or a kind of stand, or imitation mare if you will that the stallion learned to recognize. In the beginning we had to put the urine of a mare who was in heat on the buck, and once he smelled that, well, nature took over. He'd jump up there like he was mounting a mare and then when he got a hard on, we'd reach underneath, slip Gertie over his cock and slam, bam, thank you ma'am, we had a load of hot sperm. The reactions were across the board, but I had to ask. Gertie? Yeah, I don't know where the hell we came up with Gertie, but that's what we called her or it. She really knew how to get her man's rocks off. She laughed. We all joined in on that one as Brit asked. How in the hell did you hang on to that thing? I mean, I'd bet that a horse getting it on is pretty powerful. Yeah, she said wistfully. He was a big boy in more ways than one, but he wouldn't be much of a woman pleaser. When I say wham-bam, I mean wham-bam, short and to the point. Bummer, Kate said to no one in particular. Pardon? Becky asked. Well, it seems a big old waste to have a cock that big and not be able to give the girl a little pleasure. She paused, lost in thought, and then turned to Becky and asked, How do girl horses masturbate? The look on Becky's face was priceless, and I was waiting for the answer too, but Becky just shook her head once more and started walking toward the exit. Don't we have some pictures to shoot? Around noon I was really pleased with the way the shoot was progressing this morning. Thanks to the pre-planning that Becky and her aunt had done for the upcoming ad, we made good time. 
The motor home turned out to be a bit crowded as far as the changing room for the five of us was concerned, although it was fun in the close quarters with butts and tits and legs everywhere, getting in each other's way. There was also a lot of unnecessary assistance given to helping one another change outfits. I only changed into four different pair of jeans during that morning shift, and all four of my companion models had their hands on my junk at one point, teasing me mercilessly. I admit that I got in my share of slaps and tickles, but overall, we were pretty professional about the whole thing and come noon, we had burned through a couple of memory cards. Kate had set up the laptop on the dining table, and we all gathered around it and took a first look at the morning's work. I was quite happy with the way most all of them turned out, and even those where I was in front of the camera instead of behind it, where I thought I belonged, well, they all looked pretty good and the compliments bounced from person to person. The girls naturally all looked hot, and the ranch definitely lent itself to the subject of the shoot. Even the horses behaved as we included them in a lot of the shots and Don, the horny donkey even starred in a couple shots, thankfully keeping his amorous side at bay. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I'm getting hungry. How about some lunch? Becky asked in as twangy an accent as she could muster. The other girls giggled and agreed that I was a bit of a slave driver and they were all starved. All right, all right. I replied, throwing up my hands in defeat. I guess we gotta feed the hired hands sometime. All that little comment got me was dogpiled. Four sexy cowgirls pouncing on me, tickling and grabbing for all they were worth. I finally cried uncle and they begrudgingly let me off the bottom of the pile. The girls were still laughing and tickling one another as they started to clear off the table. Hey, it's too nice out to eat in here. Becky chimed in. There's a nice lawn area and some chairs and a picnic table out behind the house. I think the stream is running pretty high right now, too, so it'll be much nicer out there. Sounds perfect, Britt said with a big smile, giving Becky a quick kiss and then a playful slap on the butt. I'm gonna change out of these clothes. I'm not sure I can sit in these jeans. They're so damn tight. Yeah, but they sure make this ass look hot, Becky said with a smoldering look, running her hand over Britt's denim-clad derriere. Gina and Kate had already taken their cue from Britt and were down to their panties as they made their way to the bedroom at the back of the coach. No fooling around back there. Britt yelled after them as we all watched their undulating but cheeks walk away. Damn, Becky muttered under her breath, reaching over and giving Britt's but another loving caress. Yeah, Britt sighed as she reciprocated. Well, come on then, she said, turning to me and glancing down at my crotch before looking back up with a smirk. Let's get this show on the road, Mama's hungry. I managed a smile before they had both now turned on me and began to help me undress. Well, I guess we were all changing into something more comfortable. We don't want to get grass stains on these. Becky smiled as she began to unbuckle my belt. I felt obligated to help, so we all worked at helping the others disrobe, hands and arms crossed and intertwined. It wasn't the most efficient way to get undressed, but it was fun and that's what these girls are all about. About the time we were all down to the bare essentials, the other two walked in and whistled and catcalled from the kitchen area. We gathered up our clothes and had a little group hug and grope before parading back through the kitchen to get dressed once again. Kate and Gina took liberties as we made our way through their mini gauntlet. Tits tweaked and asses slapped. Gina took our drink orders and dug around in the fridge and Kate tried to remember where she had squirreled away a couple of our moving blankets which would work out nicely on the lawn. I quickly slipped on my shorts and a t-shirt and a pair of flip-flops, evidently the company attire for noontime breaks. All my girls looked comfortable and incredibly sexy in their little shorts and cropped tees. Becky was the only one wearing a shirt that I didn't recognize as once having resided in my dresser and I didn't figure it would be long before she joined the ranks. 
I had to admit though that they all looked much better in them than I ever did. About ready to go, I turned when I heard a grunting sound, Becky dragging her big cooler, which I have no clue where she had hidden. Thanks, lover. She cooed as I stepped up and grabbed on end and we tailed the line as we exited the motor home. Oh, this is so cool. Britt gushed as we turned the corner at the back of the ranch house. A lush lawn with trees shading portions of it ran down to a babbling brook. The sounds and the smells triggered my memory of this morning's dream as Britt walked over to me and wrapped her arm around my waist, resting her head on my shoulder, and sighed. I could get used to this, she said. Yeah, I said, as I took in the view which included three sets of perky but cheeks and shapely legs as the others bent down to spread the blankets on the ground. Britt's eyes followed mine and she sighed once more. Where to start, where to start? I lowered my hand down to her butt and palmed her cheek where it intersects her long legs. I'd start tight here, and squeezed lovingly. She turned in my embrace, throwing her arms around my neck and we kissed a lover's kiss. Becky had packed a great lunch, filling but light. After eating, we all lay back on the blankets and just took in nature's sounds. The running brook provided a constant background that was soothing to the ear. Mixed in were the sounds of the occasional bird and the ever-present tree squirrels that played in the branches above us. In the distance a woodpecker labored away, pecking a hole in a tree in which to plant an acorn. Other than Becky, none of the other girls had ever heard the staccato rapping of a woodpecker, and their faces lit up when Becky told them what they were hearing. I was a happy camper too, just lying there in the shade of the old-growth trees, not a care in the world. Thankfully though, Britt and Becky got us back on the straight and narrow, and we packed up and shuffled back to the motorhome. So what's next, boss? Britt asked as she got the last of the blankets stowed away and the others found room in the fridge for the leftovers. Well, looking at Becky. We've pretty much gotten everything we need for the ad, so the rest is just stock shots. Yep, she replied, closing the refrigerator door. We have a lot of shots already that we can use later on too, not so product line specific. So yeah, we're pretty much free just to do whatever. What do you think we should shoot next? Well, this may be asking an awful lot but I remember the light being grayed out at the old barn and the lake in the afternoon. Yeah, that was nice, she said, giving me a wink as she was undoubtedly thinking about our time on a blanket on the edge of the lake, basically fucking each other silly as a pair of squirrels overhead made rude commentary from the branches above us. We can't get the motor home down that road, but we've got the four-wheeler and I'm sure the pickup will start up for us. Actually, I said, sidling up beside her and putting an arm around her shoulder. I was thinking about using a couple horses in those shots too. I think the mix of the decrepit buildings, the powerful-looking horses and sexy cowgirls would make for some nice shots. We can play with some black and whites too. I glanced at Becky to see her reaction and she was all smiles and she wasn't alone. The other three were bouncing up and down, giddy with the thought of riding the majestic animals. Come on girls, let's saddle up. The redhead hooped, spinning to give me a kiss before running out the door. Three more quick kisses and I was all alone, for a minute. We need boots. Becky laughed as she led the parade back into the coach. Flip-flops and horse hoofs aren't a good combination. Two shakes of a lamb's tail and they were back out the door, short shorts, boots and crop tees and bouncing butts. Now I know how Don felt. I grabbed a camera and brought up the rear and got some great shots of the girls wrestling with the heavy saddles and Becky was a great teacher and overseer when it came to working around the big animals. When it was all said and done, they decided that Becky, Britt, and Gina would ride out to the old homestead site and little Kate, and I would follow in the four-by with the clothes and the rest of the gear. Kate tried to show her disappointment, but in reality, I think she was relieved that she didn't have to ride. B. 
Because of her diminutive stature, Don was more her size, but they didn't have a saddle for him and Becky said that Don was more of a wanderer and they didn't have all day to get there. I decided that I'd make sure that we at least got her up on a horse for a couple of the shots. Saddled up and loaded, we headed down the trail. Becky of course rode like she was born in the saddle and she looked sexy and confident as she followed the other two and kept an eye on them. Britt had some riding experience and was bouncing right along, happy as a clam. The smile she had on her face made me wonder if the rhythm of the horse's gait and the shape of the saddle up near the horn didn't make for a very pleasurable ride. Gina was a little more pensive and stiff, but her long legs let her nearly wrap herself under the horse's belly, so she felt pretty secure, but she was gonna be sore, not moving with the horse. Becky kept trying to get her to loosen up and by the time they made the last turn and the lake came into view, she was finally riding like a pro. Kate was more than happy to be riding beside me on the bumpy road and we held back a bit so as not to spook the horses. Not a minute out, I felt her delicate hand on my bare thigh and she tried to work her way up the leg of my shorts. The cut was too tight and she huffed. Well? Well what? I answered keeping my eyes on the path. Come on baby, you know you want it. I want it. Reaching over with both hands to try and unsnap my shorts. I stopped for a second to plant both feet and lift my ass off the seat. Goody, she said, smiling as she worked the zipper down and slid my shorts down my thighs enough to give her full access. I put it back in gear and we headed back down the road. I think only Kate could pull this off, being as short as she is, she had no problem leaning over and taking my cock into her warm mouth. I was hard in an instant, and it was perilous driving. Roadhead is something I tried to avoid receiving as I would rather concentrate on my driving. This wasn't bad as I doubt we topped ten miles an hour, but the occasional dip in the road or bouncing over a rock made it a challenge for her. To make matters worse, I felt I had to keep one hand on her head to keep her from smacking the bottom of the steering wheel, so there were more than a couple unplanned deep throats that soon had her teary-eyed. Holy shit, she said, finally giving up on the blow job. You're gonna have to settle for a hand job. Hey, that's fine, I really wasn't expecting this. I told her. She smiled and stretched out and gave me a sloppy kiss and then like the porn star she wanted to be, she spit on her hand and went to town. As far as I could recall, we still had a little time before we came to the end of the road, so I just settled back and enjoyed the ride. Not having a mouth full of cock, Kate could now narrate. Baby, I love your big fucking cock. It's so big and hard in my hand. Fuck, I don't know how I get this big fucking thing into my tight little cunt. She leaned over and spit on the head of my cock. Does that feel good, lover? My little hand wrapped around your big throbbing dick? She kept up a steady stroking, twisting her hand as she ran it up and down my length, pausing to play with the bulbous tip that now dibbled precum. Kate moaned loud as she concentrated on jacking me off while her spare hand was buried inside her own shorts, working her clit. I'm so fucking wet, baby. She continued, shifting to work her fingers inside her tight snatch. My pussy's so hot, baby. I should be riding your fucking dick, not jacking it off. I so want your cock in my pussy right now. F-U-C-C-K-K-K. She cried as she climaxed on her rutting fingers. Despite her own orgasm, her attention to me never wavered and I was creeping up on my own climax that I quickly decided that I'd give her a dose of her own medicine and although I'm not one to verbalize much when in the moment, I figured, what the hell. Grabbing her hand that held me tight, I squeezed tighter yet. Fuck that pussy baby. I growled and she looked up, her eyes big with excitement. I'm gonna fuck that sweet cunt of yours just to get my cock wet, and then I'm gonna fuck that tight ass of yours until you fucking scream. Fuck you till I fill your ass with my cum. 
I squeezed her hand tighter yet, simulating how much tighter her sweet asshole would be. I released her hand and she just stared at my cock as her tight ass worked me over. God, it's so fucking tight baby, your big fucking cock all the way up my little ass, fuck it feels good baby, fuck 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 it, fuck it, come on baby, come for me, I can feel you getting fucking bigger babe, oh, so fucking big in my tight little ass, come baby, come for me, come on, give me your cum. I slammed on the brakes, arched my back and grabbed the back of her head and pushed her down until she had me in her mouth. Suck it bitch. I cried as I bucked into her open mouth. Suck it take that cum and swallow it. I moaned as she took me into her throat and drank me down. She continued to swallow as her hand massaged every last drop out of my ball sack. I leaned back and ran my fingers through her long hair, trying to comfort us both as I slowly returned to normal. Confident that she had me drained, she lifted her head and gave me a sloppy kiss. Still catching my breath, I rested my hand on her bare thigh and caressed it. I'm sorry, I said looking into her big brown eyes. Sorry for what? She questioned, her hand now resting on mine. I called you a bitch when I started to come. I don't know why I'd never call you a bitch, but... Baby, she said running her hand over my cheek. We were just in the moment, you know. I love that you like me talking dirty like that. I mean you do like it, don't you? Yeah, it's different, and my dick seemed to like it. I smiled. Yes, he did. She giggled, leaning down and giving him a little peck on the head. And I liked it too when you did it. My pussy gushed when you told me how you were going to fuck my ass and all. It really got me hot. If we'd been somewhere else, I'd have made sure that you did just that too. And then leaned in for another kiss. Our tongues tangoed until my dick began to wake up again and she giggled into our kiss. Okay stud. Looking down at my cock and then the road. Looks like we better hurry up and catch up with the others. Yeah, I guess we better. A little embarrassed that I was being the irresponsible one now. I managed to pull my shorts back up and we were on our way. In a couple minutes we caught up with the girls just as they were entering the clearing. I pulled into the middle and shut down the motor. Becky rode up beside us and looked down from her steed. We lost you back there. Everything okay? Couldn't be better. Kate giggled as she hopped out of her seat and skipped over to her roommates, who were tying their rides to a big oak. Becky gave me a suspicious look, one eyebrow raised and then turning her horse to join the other she said over her shoulder. By the way, your barn door's open, buddy. Looking down, my fly was indeed unzipped, busted again. We shot for the next couple hours and the girls were nothing but professional. Well, except for the occasional but and tit grab as we all just changed out in the middle of this clearing, surrounded by nothing but mother nature. The old barn and cabin made for beautiful backdrops as did the lake. A couple of shots were taken of the horses standing at the water's edge with their rider on board, leaning down for a drink. Kate got her chance to ride here, and she looked cute as could be on the giant creature. Finally we had exhausted every conceivable pose and clothing option we could think of. It was still only mid-afternoon, and the light was beautiful as it filtered through the oak canopy. Well, what next? I asked the collective. They all looked at each other, shrugging their shoulders, lacking suggestions when Kate spoke up. Well, this doesn't have anything to do with Becky's store or anything, but while we're here, you know, in this beautiful setting— and then hesitating, she squeaked out. Do you suppose we could do some nudes, you know, like artsy kind of? She cringed a little, waiting for the negative response she figured she'd get when Becky chimed in. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I love being naked outside and the lake is pretty tempting, so as long as the photos are private, you know, just between us, I'm all for it. And, George has to pose too. She giggled. 
One of my fantasies is to be stranded somewhere with a hunk like George, and we didn't have any clothes or anything, we just had to survive. It was instantly unanimous among the girls that this was a hell of an idea and before I could get in a word, the clothes began to fly. With all the clothes folded and stowed except for boots and hats and the flip-flops I had the foresight to pack, along with the packing blankets, we all stood there and checked each other out. My three girls surrounded our red-headed host and went in for the group grope and hug. Moaning and giggling ensued and I stood back, camera in hand, hard on at the ready and snapped away. It was an erotic sight with a mixture of butts and boobs, cowboy boots and a couple of hats. At one point Kate snuck around the outside and knelt down behind Becky and buried herself in her butt, spreading her ass cheeks working her little tongue. Becky squealed and then moaned as Kate zeroed in on her sweet snatch. Britt and Gina had a tit each and Becky was in heaven. I captured her blissful look as she lost herself in the attention of others. It didn't take long before the girls tipped her over the edge and she cried out, putting a stranglehold on the two that suckled on her breasts. Her body slowly returned to normal as the girls held her upright. Kate stood slowly, working her way up the backside, sprinkling kisses along her spine. My view through the lens had its effect, and I was soon waving in the wind. Geez guys, I wasn't ready for that. Becky finally spoke, trading kisses with her lovers. I continued to snap away until I noticed they were all looking my way. Looks like George was enjoying that nearly as much as you, sweetie. Gina said. Yeah, well, can you blame me? I mean, look. Gesturing back at them, standing hip to hip, naked and beautiful. So, anyway, if we're going to do these art shots, let's do it. Turning toward the dilapidated barn. Whistles and catcalls followed me, along with, nice ass, and, shake that thing, following behind me. I turned and stuck out my hips and rotated my cock making like a helicopter prop and the girls went wild, screaming like little girls and I turned around for my life. They were still laughing when I ran out of running room and I was surrounded, my turn for a brief spin in the mixer. Kisses and hugs and groping hands covered me until I broke free and managed to gain a little bit of control once more. The shoot actually turned out some good, art-type shots and all of us took a turn behind the lens setting up the shots. Of course there were the silly ones like the one of Gina leaning through a window opening in the old cabin just her butt and legs on display or the one where the girls lifted Kate and hooked her legs over a branch, leaving her hanging, her long hair awash on a bed of oak litter. I took a couple of shots and I cringed at the thought of how long it would take us to get the debris out of her hair. I handed Becky the camera and helped the little one down. Next, Becky effortlessly threw her legs over the same branch, her long red hair nearly to the ground and then she crooked her finger, beckoning me over. Kate quickly snatched the camera and pushed me along. It didn't take much to figure what the redhead had in mind as she reached her arms out for me. Stepping up, she latched onto my butt and guided me in. I had to help out a bit, pushing down on my erection until it popped into her warm mouth. Her lips wrapped around me, her tongue on top of my cock. Dead ahead of me was that cute, vertical landing strip that led to her delectable pussy and I buried myself a bit deeper in her mouth, wrapped my arms around her muscular thighs and feasted on her. She groaned on my cock as I awkwardly lapped up her juices and nibbled at her clit. All this time, Kate circled, taking frame after frame with Gina and Britt cheering us on. We didn't make it all the way as I could tell she wasn't in the most comfortable of positions, so I begrudgingly backed off and grabbed her by the waist and helped her dismount. She hugged and kissed me when I had her upright and whispered, I'll get the rest of that later. Earlier, we had unsaddled the horses for some of the shots and Britt now decided she wanted to take her shot at being Lady Godiva. Becky warned her that a horse's hair on pussy lips was not everything it was cracked up to be, 
but my adventurous blonde had to find out for herself. Running her hand over the backs of all three horses, she finally chose the beautiful Palomino that Becky had ridden in on. That one's my favorite too, she whispered to me before she walked over to give Brit a hand mounting her ride. My gorgeous girl sat proud, her legs spread wide over the horse's expansive back. She grabbed a handful of blonde mane and posed for a couple shots before lightly spurring the horse with her bare feet. The horse responded with a light, bouncing gait as Brit reined her around in a large circle. The others hooted and hollered as Brit bounced in cadence with her steed. Her tits bounced with her, and I zoomed in on her face, and I saw the darkened eyes that registered how aroused she was. I was half afraid she'd take it to its natural conclusion, but I was also afraid that she'd probably fall off the horse when she came. Thankfully, she later told me that she was thinking the same thing and reined in the horse and reached out to me to help her down. I handed off the camera and reached up and took her in my arms. She draped her head over my shoulder and whispered, Maybe that wasn't such a good idea. I think I rubbed my pussy lips raw. I kissed her neck and whispered back, Do you think cool water would help? She looked at me and nodded with a smile and then kissed me the entire distance to the lake. I walked her in until I felt the cool water lapping at my balls and then let her stand slowly. She held on in case she needed to hop back up, but let out a big relief sigh as the cooling waters put out her fire. I held her to me as Becky and the others joined us in the cool waters. Becky came up beside us and kissed Brit on the shoulder and then brushed her hair aside and nibbled on her neck. I warned you it might not be a good idea, she said softly as her tongue played with Brit's delicate earlobe. But it sure feels good for a little bit, huh? Brit merely nodded in agreement, and she purred as the redhead splashed handfuls of water over Godiva's butt and backside. Kate and Gina came splashing into the water, and the games were on. The cool water was refreshing and I would have been happy to just float on my back and enjoy the time. To their credit, they did give me a couple minutes of peace while they harassed one another playing grab-ass and splashing each other. Soon, though, I heard the silence and opened my eyes to glance around and saw no one, not a naked soul. Then... With precision timing, all four surfaced beside me and collapsed across me, submerging me totally. I came up sputtering and spitting and they all backed off, in fear of retaliation, but what the hell was I going to do, surrounded by four soaking wet sirens? I held out my arms and all four quickly surrounded me and we enjoyed another group hug and kiss and grope session. Multiple hands played with my cock and the squealing and moaning was pretty non-stop until a stiff breeze blew over us, causing a simultaneous shiver. I think it's time to get out and get dried off, I said, my hands on two different set of butts. I thought to grab the blankets from the motorhome, but I didn't think of towels. That's okay, Gina said smiling as she stared at Brit, who evidently had one of her hands in just the right spot to make the tall brunette stutter as she spoke. We'll, uh, we, shit, we'll just lay, un, lay out, un, huh, and d-d-d, d-r-y-y-y-y. Becky and Kate broke out in laughter and moved in to lend a hand each taking one of Gina's nipples between their lips and sucking hard. Gina squealed and then threw her head back and her body shook as the girls tipped her over the edge. They held her as her knees gave way and I stepped in behind her and wrapped my arms around her toned waist. Then, like Brit earlier, I slipped one arm under this thighs and the other under her back and lifted her off her feet and walked her out of the lake. The girls led the way out and then Brit sprinted over to the foreby and grabbed the blankets and they spread them out in the sun at the lake's edge. I returned Gina to her feet, and she turned to me and gave me a kiss before turning to the other girls and giving all three deep-tongue-strangling kisses. Becky in particular enjoyed the passionate embrace, her hands kneading Gina's perfect ass. The blankets formed a generous area to lie out in, but in the end, 
We all lay hip to hip, me in the middle with two gorgeous, naked women on both sides. All face up, we lay there with our eyes closed, soaking up the warm sun and I so wished I had some way of capturing this image. After a bit, Becky called for a group rotation and the four girls rolled over onto their fronts. I stayed upright, first to just take in the view, but also to tend to their hair, combing my fingers through their long manies, laying it out on delectable backsides to dry. Giving each ass cheek a quick kiss, I wedged myself back into place. I woke some time later with a couple hands on my ass and a light breeze off the lake blowing between my legs, my heart on on the rebound. I tried to extricate myself without waking the others, but the two either side of me, Becky and Britt, with their hands on my butt stirred as I pushed myself up on my arms and rose to my knees. Don't go baby, Britt mumbled, her hand on the back of my thigh. Becky's was a bit more active, running up and down my thigh and butt cheek. Sorry, but I've got to pee, I whispered as I started to stand up. Need any help? Britt whispered, giggling lightly. I think I can handle it. I answered softly, looking around for my flip-flops. Finding them at the edge of the blanket, I slipped them on and walked away, bare-ass but for my footwear, toward the nearest big tree. I wasn't ten yards away when a chorus of wolf whistles rang out. I turned to look over my shoulder and all four were up on their elbows, watching me walk away. Self-esteem now properly boosted, I continued on and then ducked behind a tree to piss in private. After the customary three shakes, I walked back around the tree to see the girls paired up and making out on the blanket. I looked around and quickly spotted the camera setting on the seat of the off-roader and snatched it up to take some shots. The lake as a background shimmered in the afternoon sun and I'd have picked a better-looking blanket than the drab-packing blankets. The make-out session quickly turned into a sapphic foursome. Firstly, my girls turned on our host, Becky. They had her on her back and they spread her long legs wide and took turns lapping at her sweet slit. While one feasted on her pampered pussy, the other two kissed her pouty lips and sucked on her attentive tits. Gina took her turn between the redhead's legs, her tongue dancing around her outer lips and then sneaking in to lap at her core. Becky squirmed on the brunette's talented tongue as Britt suckled. Kate made out with Becky, but the distractions below were too much for the redhead to take. Kate sat up on her heels and looked at me with disappointment in her eyes and then a big grin as a light went off in her pretty little head. I guess if two distractions aren't enough, then what's one more as Kate swung her leg over and slowly lowered her pussy onto Becky's gasping mouth. Kate closed her eyes and swooned as Becky's talented tongue played with the pixie's pussy. Gina's talents however were too much to ignore and Becky was soon writhing on the blanket, nearly bucking Kate off her ride. The spent ginger lay on the blanket panting and watched as the three roommates formed their own love triangle, each with a pussy to feast on. Gina moaned into Kate's wet snatch as Britt devoured the leggy brunette. Kate lapped hungrily at Britt's perfect puss while her fingers probed at my blonde's puckered rosebud. Her strength revived, Becky went around the triangle kissing, licking and caressing all three until my three lovelies had satisfied one another. Well that was fun! Becky exclaimed as they hugged and kissed one another and I stood off to one side hard on waving in the wind, snapping shot after shot. A cool breeze blew of the lake and they shivered and huddled closer. It'll be dark soon, I suppose we better get back, the redhead said and then glanced my way. But, pointing at me, causing the others to turn and look. So we need to take care of that before we go, giggling. Another gust blew cold and my cock decided for me. I'm okay, making eye contact with Kate who'd blown me on the way here earlier. I'd still like to get some shots inside the barn and up in the loft, and it'll be a hell of a lot warmer out of this wind. Becky caught my eye and gave a big smile. Well, if you're sure, baby. 
Brit replied, standing up and shaking her long hair, now dry from lying out in the sun. Girls, let's get dressed and saddle up. Dressed and everything gathered Brit, Gina and Becky took off down the road and Kate, and I brought up the rear once more. That was really fun, Katie said as she snuggled up against me. The more I'm around Becky, the more I like her. I think she fits right in. Yeah, she likes you guys a lot too. Brit and her quickly became close and we know how well Brit reads people, so I'm not surprised at all. And you like her too, right? She asked as she ran her fingers over my bare thigh suggestively. Well, sure. I answered cautiously. I looked at her and sensed she was looking for more in my answer. Why, is something wrong? No, no, nothing's wrong. I mean we three, I mean the four of us. You, me, Brit and Gina are kind of like, well, a family or something like that. You know, something more than just friends. Yeah, I said, again with a bit of caution, not knowing where this was headed. I don't know that there's a name for our situation or whatever you want to call it. I paused and wrapped my arm around her shoulder to tuck her in tighter against me. It starts with Brit and I getting together and she had you two, or you all had each other, and she brought me in. I don't know how it all really worked out, but I know for a fact that I got the best end of that deal. Squeezing her tight. Oh, I don't know about that. She answered softly, her fingers playing with the hem of my shorts. Brit scored big time when she found you and I'm pretty sure that Gina would agree that you are about the best thing that's ever happened to either of us, except maybe Brit. So we can agree that whatever brought us together, it's been a good thing for all of us. She nodded in the affirmative, looking down at her playful fingers, not at me. I thought I had some idea now of what might be running through her pretty little brain, but in my mind it was completely unfounded. I didn't quite know how to word a question about Becky somehow interrupting our happy home, so I figured I'd just turn it on her and get her to open up that way. Hey, I said like I just had an epiphany, she looked up at me. I saw how much you and Becky were enjoying each other. You're not going to leave me for her, are you? What? Sitting up straight and staring at me, bewildered. And oh, where did that, and oh, I'd never leave, wait a minute. She stalled and then squinted her eyes and moved in closer, really boring into my brain. I couldn't help but crack a little smile. Why you big? She exploded and then attacked, trying to dig her fingers into my ribs. I was pretty defenseless. What with driving and all and laughing at her only fueled her fire. With the tickling being of little help, she knew what would get my attention and slid one hand up my leg, inside my shorts, searching for you know what. I reached down to try and block her attack and parried sufficiently to get her to give up and retreat. By now, she was laughing too and I pulled her again under my arm and hugged her tight. So we're good, right? Yeah, but if it wasn't for that big fucking cock of yours, I'd leave you for Becky and take Gina with me. Gina loves me and Becky is a hot piece of ass. She suppressed a giggle, enjoying trying to stir me up. Well, I replied, turning to kiss her on top of the head. I'll be the first to admit that I am about the luckiest motherfucker there is. Brit alone is all one man can handle, so I'm glad that you all love each other as much as you do and love to well, love each other. These guys that have multiple wives, well if they were anything like you guys and weren't, well you know, bye, well they just screw their husband to death. I think the only way the guy could make it work and stay alive is to work a couple different jobs. One, to make enough money to keep multiple wives happy and two, to get enough time to rest up. Yeah, she laughed, turning to give me a kiss on the cheek. You are one lucky motherfucker, but then so are we so I guess it all works out like it's supposed to. She gave me another kiss and gave my cock a little squeeze through my shorts just as we pulled up in front of the big barn. Automatic lights on the outside of the house and the barn, 
along with a couple on poles out in the area between lit the place nicely. Well, ladies, Becky said as she slid off her saddle. Let's get them out of these saddles and brush them down and feed and water them and then, I don't know about y'all but I need a hot shower. Yeah, I'm a little sticky and probably a little stinky too, so that, some dinner and then maybe we'll get some shots in the barn. I said. Are we gonna drive home tonight? Gina asked as she took her horse's rein and turned toward the barn. Becky turned back to me. I guess it's up to you, boss, she said with a smile. I don't know how many the motorhome sleeps, but we have three bedrooms in the house too. If you wanted to shoot some more tomorrow or just hang out, it's entirely up to you guys. Oh, oh, the little one exclaimed, jumping up and down, spooking Brit's horse. I want to stay over and sleep in the motorhome. I think it'll be fun, and then maybe tomorrow I can try riding some more? She looked at Becky hopefully. Becky smiled and put her arm around Katie's shoulder and hugged her. Sure, baby, we'll get you on a horse. Goody. She skipped and clapped, running over to give me a hug and she looked up at me with those big brown eyes. Can we daddy, please daddy, can we spend the night? The other girls broke up laughing and Brit threw up her hands. Well girls, looks like we're spending the night. I gave Kate a quick kiss and turned her and swatted her butt. Go help the girls with the horses. I'm gonna download today's pics to the laptop. It didn't take long to download the two memory cards, but as always, I lost track of time going over them, culling and categorizing and even some simple editing. The nude shots turned out better than I thought they would, and it almost seemed a shame that they would probably never be seen by anyone other than the people in them. Some I could apply Kate's method of enlarging and cropping so that the identity of the model would be hidden. I came to the shot of Becky hanging from the tree with my cock nestled between her soft lips and I started to react. I slipped my hand into my lap to adjust myself when a soft, warm voice in my ear said, I like it too. I may want a poster size to put on the ceiling over my bed. Becky ran her hands over my chest and nuzzled my ear, kissing it and running her tongue around inside it. I only got harder. Without warning, I grabbed her arm and spun her around until she was in my lap and I kissed her hard, my tongue lashing at hers. She moaned into our kiss and she rocked her ass, teasing the hardness that poked at her. My hand cupped her breast through her shirt, and her nipple threatened to tear the fabric. I slowed the kiss enough to let her breathe, and she took my lower lip playfully between her teeth. I pinched her nipple hard and she let go and squealed. My pussy is dripping. She moaned as she directed my other hand to the intersection of hot flesh and denim. She pushed my hand into her crotch, jamming the seams of her cutoffs between her puffy lips and I could feel the dampness and heat. I so wanted you to fuck me from behind while I kissed the girls as they were tonguing each other on the beach this afternoon. You should have gotten to play horsey too. She groaned as her eyes rolled back and a quick orgasm ripped through her. I kissed her hard again, pressing my hand tighter to her quivering quim until she lightly bit down on my tongue, signaling her submission. How the fuck do you do that to me? She asked, panting for breath. I just shrugged and gave her another soft kiss before sitting her back up. Still in my lap, I held her and she watched as I scrolled through some more of the shots. She just murmured her acknowledgement of each one, her head on my shoulder. I came to the last shots of the four girls on the blanket, and was pleasantly surprised on how artful they looked, not just like shots from a cheap men's magazine. Becky pulled her head of my shoulder and concentrated on the pictures, taking particular interest in those where she was front and center. I got to the last shot and she turned and looked at me through moist eyes, just this side of tearing. I didn't have time to be concerned as she took my head between her hands and kissed me hard once more. You're welcome? I said with raised eyebrows. You are a genius. She gushed. 
I would have bet that those shots were going to look like stills from a porn site, but if I had anyone to share those with, I wouldn't hesitate. You make us all look so beautiful and what we were doing, so, well, so natural. Now it was my turn to blush and get all gooey. Well, thanks, I had the best-looking subject matter on the planet, and yeah, I guess maybe because you guys weren't play-acting and probably because we all accept and love each other, then yeah, it is natural. Not everyone will see it that way. Probably no one that doesn't know us intimately would see it that way. But because we did it for ourselves, that's all that really matters. The beautiful redhead wriggled in my lap once more, delivering another smoldering kiss. Well, come on then, I've already got the others getting cleaned up. So it's your and my turn and then we'll eat and then go out to the barn and have some more fun. She said with an big, emphasized wink. About that. I said as I closed the laptop and took her hand to follow her out the door. What do you have in mind? I didn't have to mention the cameras. Well, she giggled as she squeezed my hand and led me toward the house. I think we should really give the old girl something to get off on. I stopped her before she could grab the knob to the front door and turned her to face me. Really? Yeah. She giggled some more, opening the door. Let's talk about it in the shower. We heard the girls talking and laughing toward the back of the house and Becky lead the way to the kitchen. They were all scurrying around in the big kitchen, presumably putting together some dinner. I found him, ladies, she announced as we stepped through the doorway. He was perving over pictures of you guys munching each other's muffins down by the lake. I can't blame him, though. They were making my pussy pound again. The girls busted up at Becky's poetic description and Brit sauntered over, clad in just a towel and wrapped her hand over my cock through my shorts as she gave me a kiss. Yeah, I can't wait to see them. Massaging my heart on. Now you two go get cleaned up and we'll throw something together for dinner. Becky, I can't believe how well stocked the fridge is. Anyway, we'll cobble something together, so scoot and not too much fooling around. We still have more to do tonight. Leaning over to give Becky an equally big and wet kiss. I dutifully followed Becky to the bathroom upstairs where she shut the door behind us and just stared at me for a minute. You don't know how much I want to just strip you naked and fuck your brains out right now. Her eyes were on fire and I could feel her passion from across the room. I took the couple of steps to her and pushed her against the door. I took her lips with mine and my hands worked their way under her shirt and I had both of her firm tits in my hands, teasing her nipple mercilessly. She moaned in our kiss as she wrapped one leg around mine and ground against me. I worked my hands upward and we parted briefly while I slipped her shirt over her head. Attacking her mouth again, our tongues parried and thrusted while my hands drifted south and I worked them under the waistband of her short S and roughly pushed those and her G-string down until I had her ass in my hands. She moved her legs until the shorts hit the floor and then with rocket precision, she kicked them across the room. I took the opportunity to move my right hand to her front and now I had her right where I wanted her, my mouth on hers, my right hand on her pussy and my left berry between her ass cheeks. My fingers searched as she tried to suck my tongue out of my head. Her pussy was hot and soaked, and I distributed her juices liberally. My left middle finger danced at the entrance to her tight ass as my right index finger slipped easily between her slick pussy lips. Becky's hands ran through my hair, and she took two big handfuls as I slipped my finger up her ass and another into her hungry sex. She tried to spread her legs to give me better access and squatting slightly. Her feet left the floor and she hung there, impaled on my fingers, her weight forcing them deep. Holy fuck! She cried, her head now on my shoulder and her arms around my neck. I bounced her in my hands, her crotch cradled in both hands. 
My middle left finger was completely buried in her burning hot ass and about all I could do was wiggle it around which evidently did the trick as she growled in my ear and nipped at my lobe. I had more freedom with my right hand, my left doing most of the heavy lifting. Working my two fingers I probed her dripping snatch as I put pressure on her clit with the palm of my hand. I searched for her elusive G-spot as she guided me with guttural moans and the occasional expletive. Fearing that much more of this would leave me with a permanently disfigured ear lobe, we hit the mother load. Oh. Inhaling deeply. Right there. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Rocking her pussy in my hand. Her asshole tightened down on my finger as I flexed my fingers against her internal trigger. Fyuk. She groaned before biting down on my shoulder and imploding. Her entire body shook, like she was having a seizure as her pussy and ass both tired to strangle my invading digits. I held her tight against the door, and she shuddered one last time before going limp. Her legs relaxed and my hand was captured by her thighs, the other pinched tight between her cheeks. Slowly, I worked one hand free, then the next until I could reach around her and hold her tight. I pulled my head back and looked at her face. The corners of her mouth curved up just enough to give the impression of a smile. I lightly kissed her lips and then the tip of her nose which must have tickled as she wrinkled it and slowly opened her eyes. What the fuck did you do to me? She asked softly. For the second time in less than an hour, I shrugged my shoulders and kissed her once more. I think we better get washed up, I said as I moved her into the corner next to the door and slowly let her go, making sure she could stand. Still in a fog, she stood there, leaning into the corner and watched through half-open eyes as I undressed. She managed a little smile when I pulled off my boxers. Still not completely with us, I took her hand and led her to the shower. I held her to my side as I reached in to turn on the water and I felt her hand stray across my hip until she had me firmly in hand. She gave me a gentle squeeze and then followed me into the shower. I happily took on the role of chief body washer and now fully awake, she stood there happily and purred as I ran my soapy hands over her body. I worked my way from the top, my hands slick with the vanilla-scented body wash and concentrated on covering every splendid square inch. Front and back. I lathered her up and then dropped to my knees to work on those glorious gams. She giggled when I turned her back to me and picked up each foot, one at a time obviously, and ran the washcloth over the bottom of her feet and worked my fingers between each toe. Done with her feet, I ran my hands back up the insides of her legs until I reached the top. I ran my hands between her cheeks and she shivered as I soaked her up, teasing her tender pucker. I turned her slightly toward the shower head and spread her ass cheeks, exposing her to the spray. Her predeepened as I kneaded her firm hemispheres. Her asshole winked at me as the warm water trickled down through the crevasse and I was rendered powerless. Asshole! She groaned as I ran my tongue over rear portal, working the tip in a bit. Correct. I playfully growled at her. I took her hips in my hands and spun her 180. And this? Planting my mouth over her pussy and frenching it softly. Pussy prick! She squealed, grabbing my head and holding me in place. I broke her hold and kissed my way back to the top until our lips met. We kissed lightly and locked eyes. Prick, huh? She nodded yes and I kissed her again. Later, I said with a smile. Becky shook her wet red hair and laughed, picking up the bottle of shower gel and washcloth, handing it to me as she stepped out of the shower. Hurry up, I'm hungry. I stood there, a little dumbfounded, as she wrapped herself in a big towel, grabbed another for her hair and waltzed out the door. Talking and laughter led me back to the kitchen after a quick and lonely shower. Wearing just my shorts, boxers in my pocket, the room went quiet when I stepped over the threshold. Hey, lover. 
Britt said, still wrapped in just the towel as I now saw was evidently the dinner attire of choice for the women. You hungry? There's plenty to eat. Sweeping her arm like one of the lovelies on the price is right. What can I get you to drink? Water will be great with a little lemon if you have it. Coming right up, grab a plate and help yourself. Girls, now that His Majesty has arrived, we can finally eat. All the others laughed as they resumed their chattering, filling their plates from the generous offerings on the counter. We all gathered at the dining table and the conversation ceased for a bit as we all realized how hungry we really were. So, what's on the agenda for tonight? Britt asked as she pushed away slightly from the table. Her towel slid down, leaving her perfect tits exposed and proud and she didn't make any moves to remedy the situation. Geez, Britt, we can't take you anywhere. Gina snickered at her. Yeah, well, reaching over and tugging Gina's matching covering down, exposing her generous chest. I think we should all eat together more often, Becky said lasciviously from across the table, staring intently at Gina's D's. Gina responded, thrusting her chest out and puckering up, launching an air kiss. Little Kate took the opportunity to reach sideways and pull the redhead's towel down. Her nipples projected painfully from her generous breasts, prompting Kate to reach over and tweak one. Becky responded in kind, wrapping her arm around the neck of the playful nymph and holding her in place while she pulled the cotton wrapping fully off her petite frame and launched an oral attack on her exposed titties. Katie squirmed and giggled as the newest member of our little clan nibbled at her nipples. I gave them a couple seconds to get it out of their systems before standing and rapping on the table with my knuckles. Order, ladies, a little order, please, I said in my best chairman of the board voice. As quickly as I gained a modicum of control, it was lost again as my second-in-command, my blonde CFO, reached over and pulled my shorts down, leaving my gavel bobbing over the table. The silence was fleeting as they all stared at my lower extremities for a second and then busted out laughing. I had no choice but to give in to the hostile takeover and sat my bare ass back into the chair. Britt leaned over and gave me a placating peck on the cheek. Ladies, enough fun, we need to get back to the matters at hand, she said, leaning over and obviously grabbing my manhood. More laughter erupted but then finally subsided as they wiped the tears of laughter off their cheeks. When they all had their acts back together, they sat silently and looked my way. First, I started, resuming my role as chairman, his majesty, or whatever. I want, in all sincerity, to thank you all for making today's shoot a great success. I've looked over most of the shots and I don't think we could have done any better. That drew big smiles around the table. In particular, I want to thank Becky for bringing us this job and to her and her aunt for providing an incredible backdrop for the shoot and, of course, their hospitality. Gesturing to the food before us. I was pleased that the girls now seemed to be wrapped up in this whole meeting thing. It was, after all, part of the business and what really brought us all together to begin with. They sat quietly, waiting for me to continue and I really didn't have much else to offer. I paused and glanced over at Becky and caught her eye. That being said, since we elected to stay over I think we will do some more stock shots for Becky and her aunt, and as a, well as personal thank you to Ginny, well Becky will explain, Becky. Turning the meeting over to her. Well Becky shot me a look that could have been translated as, what the hell, or you asshole. She stuttered a second and then glaring at me, she said. Well first thing, I think I should say thank you to all of you for well, shit, I don't know, damn you George. She turned to Brit. I guess I'll start with you because, well, I've known you the longest, well, I've known you and George the same amount of time, but, well, he's being a turd right now, sticking her tongue out at me. The girls laughed, and this eased the pressure a little bit. I can't begin to tell you what you have all come to mean to me, especially you Brit and well-held you too, George. 
I obviously haven't known Kate and Gina that long, but I think it's pretty obvious how I feel about you and I think I have a sense about how you feel about me. About now, everyone is blushing and even tearing up a little. Anyway, she continued, I can honestly sense, I mean it's so damn obvious, that you four are like a family, an incestuous family. She laughed, catching her stride. But a family nonetheless. Anyway, I know how important families are and how any of us would do anything we could for our families. Now here is where I get all blubbery and I hope I'm not out of bounds, but I feel like I might be up for adoption at some point, and I can't think of a better family to have than you all. Well now the tears actually did start to materialize and the girls all stood, ready to make their way over to their new sister when she held up her hand. They all stood there, statue still and Becky continued. Please sit back down and thank you. I think I just got my answer but you may want to hold off on the paperwork until I'm done. She paused to clear her throat and she looked over at me for assurance. I just nodded in the affirmative and she continued. So like I was saying, we would all do anything for our families and you've met mine. Well, the only family I have here except. Her voice cracked and she wiped a tear from her eye. Well shit, I suck at this. Anyway, you all know Virginia or Ginny, my aunt, my mother's sister. Well, Aunt Virginia has done everything for me and I owe her so much and as some of you know, well, Ginny is one of a kind. But as I just said that, I think I need to retract it and give a little more thought about the validity of genetics. Trying to get these words out, I realize now that Ginny and I are a lot alike and I think I'm okay with that. She paused again and wiped another tear from her eye and looked at me for help. This had clearly turned into some kind of awakening or epiphany for Becky that she clearly didn't see coming and I felt for her. I got up, pulled up my shorts, and walked around the table and put my arm around her shoulder and gave her a reassuring hug and kiss on the head. All right, that is about all of this mushiness I can take for one night. I don't think we need a formal vote, but I think the adoption papers have been submitted and you are as good as one of the family. I looked at the others and they were all smiles. So here is what this is all about, girls, in regards to the genetics road that Becky here was stumbling down. As she elbowed me. Putting it bluntly, Becky is going to be a horny old broad when she gets older. That drew the laughter I was looking for, so I continued. So what that means, if you haven't figured it out or personally experienced it. Which brought the laughter to a screeching halt. Okay, Jeannie hit on me and maybe copped a feel while I was being fitted for a pair of jeans. But Becky knows all about it. Anyway, Ginny, God love her, is, how do I put it, very enlightened for her age and yes, horny as they come. Once again the laughter and hooting started. So, holding up my hands to bring order to the unruly room once more. That brings us to tonight. As you know from earlier photographic evidence, Becky has been known to frolic in her birthday suit in the barn and she and I had a bit of fun in the loft when we were here scouting the site. Well, unbeknownst to me... There is also video evidence of that bit of fun. Now there was a collective gasp from the original three musketeers. I don't know if you noticed or not, but there are numerous surveillance cameras scattered about the property. My first trip out here, I didn't notice them as they were covered with dust and such, but evidently they still worked well enough for a certain individual to take in Becky and my show. And Ginny? They all exclaimed in near-perfect harmony. Becky nodded and I continued. Yep, and evidently we put on such a good show that's sweet. Little old Ginny opted for an upgrade on the system. I noticed right away when we pulled in. There is one camera outside, up near the ridge of the barn and another on the house. I noticed four in the barn. Four? Becky interrupted. Yeah, you didn't see the two right in the hayloft? Yeah, I think those are probably new for, well, you know. Becky blushed, muttering. Horny old broad. Under her breath. 
I took a deep breath, ready to deliver the final bit of the sales pitch. So like Becky said earlier, we would all do anything we could for family. And eyes got bigger. And since Becky is family and on that whole family tree thing, Ginny is family. And well, Becky was thinking that since Ginny went to all the trouble to upgrade her cameras and we can assume that she only uses the footage for, well, you know, personal use, then maybe it would be nice to give her something new to look at. There was stunned silence, and I could hear the gears turning. I continued while they digested. Since Ginny has already seen Becky and I in action, though probably grainy and in black and white, and now undoubtedly in 1080p high def and in full color, well, Becky and I will gladly put on a show for her but we thought we should warn you of what may be seen if things take their normal course tonight. So you're saying that we should put on a little sex show for Ginny? Gina asked sheepishly. Yeah, but only if you want to, and I don't think it should be like a scripted thing. Ginny is obviously a bit of a voyeur, and if it looks staged, it wouldn't have near the same appeal, I wouldn't think. You think that's right? Giving Becky another side hug. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. I've heard her make comments to herself about customers, young and old, you know, sexual things like nice tits, or he needs some tighter jeans. Things like that. And the video, the ones of you two hitting the hay, do you know she really watched those? Maybe the camera upgrade is just a coincidence. Gina asked. Yeah, well, I didn't tell you, George. Returning the hug. But yeah, I know she saw the video. A couple days after we first came out here. We were at the store and Ginny was out back taking care of a delivery, and she asked me to run to the office and print up a copy of the email she'd sent for the order so she could check it. Anyway, I found the email and while I was waiting for it to print, I clicked on a tab at the bottom of the screen that had a video camera icon. Luckily I was the only one in the office cause a video popped up of me up on the railing of the loft, naked as the day I was born, spread eagle. The camera may have been covered in dust, but it didn't obscure much. I just stared at the screen and next minute I was flat on my back on a bale of hay, legs in the air with lover boy's head between them. I have to admit, it was pretty fucking hot to watch. Do you think we can get a copy? Kate, our little porn star wannabe asked. Lord Almighty Kate. Becky responded, shaking her head in disbelief. And you know that this video feed is secure? Gina interjected again. I was impressed by concerns. If I know my end then yeah, especially for something like this. She'd do anything to make it as secure as possible. I mean, the video stars her own niece, and I know how protective she is. Yeah, I can second that. I said. Ginny as much as threatened me if any harm came to her girl and I knew something was going on when today before we left the store, she took me aside to talk and part of it was about watching out for Becky and that she didn't break her pretty little neck fooling around on the loft guard rail. Becky looked up at me. Really, she said that, specifically about the railing? Yep. I said, it may have just slipped out, but I don't think so. Well, Britt exclaimed, that almost sounds like an invitation, or giving you permission to do dirty things to her niece. Britt said with a smile, well of course it is. Kate chimed in, Ginny knows something is going on between George and Bex and she already felt him up and has probably been dreaming about his cock since then. The whole voyeur thing is about putting yourself in the situation you're watching. Hell, it's obvious that Becky is Ginny in that video and that she's getting to ride the big boy herself. Wow, thank you, Dr. Kate, Becky said. Well, first thing, yeah, you're probably right about the whole voyeur thing and as weird as it sounds, I do look a lot like Ginny did when she was my age, so yeah, it kind of makes sense. But secondly, as far as I know, looking back up at me, she's never seen George, well, the real George. He ate me up on the loft. I was the only one naked. 
Okay, I get it that she wants to see you bone Becky. Brit said, pausing and smiling. But does she have any interest in seeing me eating her niece's sweet pussy? Or Gina sucking on her big tits or Katie sitting on her face? Well, that was a little blunt, but valid, Becky? I asked. Yeah, well, Becky replied, a little rosier in the face. Here comes that genetics thing again. A couple days after all you guys came by to get fitted, Mom called the store to ask me a question about someone I went to school with and Ginny heard me talking to her and shouted from her office that she wanted to talk to her sister before I hung up. Well, Ginny got on the line before I got off, and when Mom and I were done, well, I just didn't bother to hang up and kind of eavesdropped on their conversation. I was about to hang up when I heard her mention you guys, so I stayed on and it was all good stuff about how nice you all seemed and how pretty you girls are and what a stud George is. Anyway, I was pretty happy that Ginny had given her stamp of approval and then Mom asked her to describe you girls. Their eyes all got bigger as they hung on Becky's every word. So she described all of you and made some rather accurate guesses on what you might look like without your clothes on. Their eyes got bigger and Katie actually began to squirm a little in her seat. Becky continued. So then it got real interesting. They started reminiscing about when they were young girls. I don't know, maybe mill teens, but anyway... They shared a bedroom and when the time came and they started getting those feelings, you know, well they turned to each other. The other girls began to giggle at the thought of Becky listening to all this on the phone. So they went on about how much work it was to keep it a secret, how they had to mess up both beds, even though they only used one after that. It sounded like it just became a routine and after a while, they didn't bother trying too hard to hide it from Grandma. I don't think they made out with each other in public or anything like that. That would have brought on Grandpa's heart attack earlier than it was. Anyway, they talked about how Grandma was kind of relieved when they started dating boys, but wouldn't she just die if she'd ever known that they'd fucked the same guy the night of Ginny's senior prom? Holy shit, go Ginny, Kate shrieked. Anyway, Becky continued. That's when I hung up. I'd heard my fill by then. Well, it sounds like the only other person we need to worry about seeing our little production is your mom, Gina said. Holy shit, nah, no. I don't think Ginny would, well maybe, shit. Becky groaned. The girls all hooted and I hugged her tighter. I don't know Ginny very well, but I can't imagine her ever letting anyone see the video. I whispered in her ear. You're right, she said, hugging me back and then whispering back. Are you really sure you want to do this? I mean, it's really personal and all, and I don't think of you as being an exhibitionist or anything like that. Yeah, I thought about it after you left me all alone in the shower. Trying to pout, she wasn't buying it. I do get a thrill or something when it's not just me and one of you, you know, someone else there to watch. The other day, we were shooting Gina and me, Katie had the camera and Britt was, well directing, and Katie being Katie, she was all over us without participating, you know. Anyway, knowing she was watching us so closely, it just got me, well, more excited I guess. On the last set of shots, Gina was bent over, hanging onto the cab of the truck and I was behind her just going to town. Katie slid below us, between our legs and shot up at us. Just the thought of her zooming in on us. I don't think I've ever been that hard. It was a real turn-on. And if I was to be completely honest, Brit has kind of rubbed off on me a little. She's taught me that you should just be who you are. Don't be phony and put on any airs or anything. I'm not about to just start walking around naked downtown or anything, but at a nude beach or something like that, well, what the hell. Before she moved in, I wouldn't even walk around my own house naked when it was just me. Now we have naked days for crying out loud. The others were still chattering amongst themselves, probably trying to convince each other that this would be a lot of fun. What are naked days? 
Becky asked, her eyes big with anticipation. I can't believe Brit hasn't told you about naked days, and come to think of it we haven't had one in quite a while. Well, what it is, taking one of her conveniently bare breasts in hand and toying with her nipple. Naked day is simply a day that no one is allowed to wear any clothing for the entire day, and we're supposed to just go about our normal routines there at home. The girls evidently did it all the time when it was just the three of them living together. I think it was just something they could do that was a bit rebellious, but safe, or maybe it was just laundry day. We've done it a few times and it's fun. You don't get a hell of a lot done that day, but that's the idea I guess. Oh, and I don't think it's a rule or anything, but I don't think you're allowed to plan four naked days. Someone just up and declares it. While I had my hands all over her, explaining the criterion of naked days, she had worked her hand down the front of my shorts. So now that I'm part of the family, can I declare a naked day? Working her fingers up and down my length. I don't think I've ever heard a dissenting vote on the matter. Most times it's just a matter of who can get naked the quickest. And I shivered as she worked one finger under my heart on, just behind the cap of my cock. I had to grab her wrist before the inevitable happened, and she smiled big before stretching up to give me a big wet kiss. Well, Britt rang out, interrupting our tongue duel. If we're going to get any shooting done, we better get with it, so let's get this food put away. George, lover, we've got this, so why don't you go do your photographer stuff and get ready? We'll talk to Bex while we clean up and figure out what clothes to wear. Always ready to avoid kitchen duty, I gave our newest family member another kiss, followed by a quick kiss from the others, along with a little groping and then out the door. I gathered up my gear and was in the barn, scouting for backdrops before the girls had emerged from the house. I heard them make their way to the motorhome, giggling and talking all the way. Before long, they waltzed in through the big door, laden down with clothes and accessories. I showed the girls the spots I thought would make the most interesting backgrounds and after a little conversation, they sorted out what would be worn where. I snuck a couple shots of the wardrobe changes which took place over where most of the tack was stored. Those shots, although not usable for the store, turned out to be some of my favorites of the shoot. Never fully naked, I caught them in various states of undress, changing blouses, pulling on boots. There were just some very sexy scenes there. I had to take my turn too and Kate took over shooting candids all along too. All this time, I was conscientious of the video cameras above, but the girls never once even glanced up, that I noticed anyway. We finally ran out of ideas and clothes and gathered back at the tack area. Well that went pretty well, I thought. You girls looked amazing, as usual. Well you looked pretty good yourself there, Kauba. Brit said in her best western drawl. Sidling up to me, she gave me a big kiss, one hand on the oversized buckle I wore and the other at my crotch searching for something to hold on to. The other three joined in and we were soon just a mass of hands and bodies writhing and feeling. Pieces of clothing began to be removed, carefully but with shameless haste. This wasn't the way I would have written the script but before I knew it, I was the first to be one with nature and it didn't get past me that they made sure I was oriented just right for the eye in the sky. Gina and little Kate were bringing up the rear as far as undress was concerned, so they stood off to the side and stripped each other bare but for the boots they wore. Britt and Becky had me sandwiched between them as they reached around me and slipped each other's panties to the deck. My hands were busy on breasts, and but still we were now a naked sandwich. Becky stood up against my front and lewdly ground against me with Britt writhing against my backside, her tits massaging my back as she crouched up and down, kissing and licking as she played. Meanwhile to my side and in direct view of the camera above, Gina stood tall as Kate squatted down and worked her magic on her bedmate's pussy. Gina had two handfuls of long black hair, 
pulling her lover into place. Her eyes were closed, and she moaned lightly as Kate feasted on her sweet puss. Becky was all in, kissing me with abandon, hands full of hard cock. Breaking our lip lock, she moved to my ear, running her tongue inside it, and then moaned for only me to hear. Let's show Aunt Virginia how the kids play. With that, she worked her way down my front side, kissing her way until she was on her knees, my cock bouncing freely in front of her face. Come here, you. She growled as she grabbed on and took me between her lips. The sensation, as always, was incredible and my mind began to unwind. Becky was on my cock, gobbling me up like she was starved. Brit had worked her way down, and she played from behind, her hands rolling my balls, wet with Becky's saliva as she worried her way between my ass cheeks until her tongue was lapping at my asshole. Much more of this and I would unload in the redhead's mouth and even though I didn't consider myself the star of the show, I envisioned a much showier finale than jetting my load down our audience's niece's throat. Luckily we were interrupted by a giant. Whoop. And laughter as Gina effortlessly pulled the little pussy monster out of between her legs. Standing her upright in front of her, Gina wrapped her arms around Kate's slim waist and spun her 180, booted legs in the air, putting Kate's pussy in harm's way. Gina dove in, ravishing the little girl's pussy as Katie cried out in rapture. Grabbing the Amazon's muscular thighs, Kate hung on and let Gina have her way with her. That looks like a hell of an idea. Britt proclaimed. Standing up, she reached wound me and pulled Becky of her knees, leaving me wet and waving in the wind. My blonde walked over, naked, not counting the turquoise boots she wore, and grabbed a saddle pad off the shelf and threw on a nearby bale of hay. Taking the redhead in her arms, they kissed and caressed while I unconsciously loped my mule at the sights and sounds around me. Britt turned and walked Becky backwards until her legs bumped against the bale. Buckling at the knees, Becky sat and laid back. We both looked at the sexy redhead, offering herself up and the little bell in my head went off and I quickly found the camera on a nearby counter. The video camera in the rafters had a perfect profile shot as Becky smiled at me and Britt as she grabbed her legs behind her knees and spread her legs wide, her emerald green boots pointing to the sky. It was an invitation that Britt wasn't about to turn down and quickly had her head between her adopted sister's long legs, lapping away at her sweet slit. My cock stayed stiff as I took in the scene and I channeled Kate and began shooting shots that would be hard to classify as anything but porn. Standing beside them, I zeroed in on Brit's tongue as it teased the redhead's slick pussy lips. Her closely shorn ginger landing strip tickled Brit's nose as my girl sucked on Becky's stiff trigger. Becky cleared her throat about the time she reached up and swatted at my hard-on. I glanced at her and saw her making eyes upward. Giving myself a mental head slap, I moved to the other side so that Ginny didn't have just have a view of my admittedly superior sculpted posterior. Making like I moved to get a better shot, I took a couple more of the oral demonstration Brit was putting on before Becky reacquired my dick and pulled me to her. Turning her head, she took me in her mouth again and I shot a couple more porno stills of this sweet thing gobbling my meat. Meanwhile, Gina had tired of holding Kate aloft, even though she was light as a feather. Anxious to join the party, they joined us at the bale. Kate immediately dropped in behind Brit and was tonguing her favorite blonde snatch as Gina came up beside me and latched onto my cock and stroked it in and out of Becky's warm mouth. Her other hand ran between my legs and played with my balls. Once again I was nearly at my limit when I backed out of her warm embrace. Mucus stripped from my cock and Gina dropped to her knees for clean-up detail. I allowed her a couple slurps before I drug her back to her feet. We shared a sloppy kiss, interrupted by Becky's searching hand. We looked down at her face and her eyes were scrunched closed, 
and she was chewing on her lower lip before she let out a sharp shriek and her body shook as Britt took her downtown. Kate paused as she looked over Britt's backside to watch the redhead's climax overtake her. Giving Britt a well-done slap on the ass, Kate stood back up straight and moved beside Becky and began administering healing kisses on her face and breasts. Gina joined in and I backed off a couple steps to capture the moment. Britt appeared beside me and laid her head on my shoulder and her hand on my cock, moving it slowly, keeping me ready. Getting her bearings, Becky sat up with the help of her new sisters. Sitting on the side of the bale, facing the camera above, Becky stretched and then stood, stretching her long, lean form some more. Giving each girl a thank you kiss, she turned to Kate. I've always had the fantasy of making love to my man while riding a horse. Britt moaned painfully as she recalled her bareback adventure earlier that day. Since you haven't really ridden yet, how about we give you a ride on our resident stud? She asked Kate who was now wide-eyed with excitement. The rest of us looked at the redhead like she'd been sniffing the horse liniment too long. Did Britt lick your brains loose? Gina asked, hugging her to her side like she needed a sympathetic pause. No, but she's welcome to try again. The redhead giggled. No, I think it's my turn next. She'll have to wait till hers comes around again. Leaning over to give Becky a quick kiss. So how do you propose to give Princess Kate here a ride on her royal steed? We all laughed at Gina as Kate moved swiftly trying to tickle her aggressor. Follow me, she said and we dutifully followed her to the other side of the barn, where the stalls lined part of the long wall. The horses looked on with interest, watching the familiar, but naked redhead duck through a darkened door. Becky yelled out. George, could you come here and give me a hand? I shrugged my shoulders. Not a clue. To the others. Coming, dear. I replied and walked through the black portal. The other three wisely stayed behind, waiting patiently. Grunts and moans and the occasional expletive filtered out into the barn. What the hell? Britt was questioning as I emerged backwards from the black hole. It was evidently a comical sight, my bare ass and a pair of dark brown tony llamas, my hands full of wood, not that wood, sheesh. I was hefting one end of a bulky wooden sawhorse and Becky was heroically bringing up the rear, huffing and puffing. Whose stupid idea was this anyway? She asked as we finally made it out into the clear. The girls were still clueless, but waited patiently. I think Kate began to have second thoughts. So can you get rest of it? Becky asked, batting her big green eyes. Are you sure? Yeah, come on, she'll love it. Laughing loudly, Kate now wore a worried frown. I looked over at the little one and shook my head. I don't know. Before stepping back into the darkness. Kate was now truly concerned and she huddled up to Gina, trying to hide behind her statuesque protector. Once again my groans and bitching echoed out of the room until I stumbled through the door with my burden, the biggest western saddle I'd ever seen. Now I'm certainly no authority on western tack, but I was relatively sure that more than a couple cows were sacrificed in the making of this Cadillac of saddles. The girls were near bug-eyed and turned to skin the stalls in search of the beast that had the back, broad and strong enough, to heft the impressive saddle. Don't worry. Becky laughed as she helped me position the saddle onto the wooden horse. The rider and steed that belong with this saddle aren't with us anymore. My Uncle Bill, Mom and Virginia's brother was a big old boy, a mountain on two legs and his horse was a beautiful Percheron, a giant black beauty that was eighteen hands high named Zeus. Hands? Kate asked, staring at the leather seat. Yeah. Becky answered while she adjusted the saddle. Hands are how horses are measured. A hand is four inches, so Zeus was what? Pausing to do the mental math. Seventy-two inches. They measure from the ground to the withers. My turn, withers? Asked Gina. 
Becky put on a big smile. Well, if I had you down on your hands and knees, you know, horsey position, I'd measure you from the ground to the top of your shoulders. Gina gazed at the redhead and licked her pouty lips. And then? You'll just have to wait and see. Becky laughed, turning to Kate. So, sweetie, you ready mount your stud and take a ride? Kate as well as the others was still mystified and they looked at Becky and me for a hint. Becky turned to me. Well, stud, you ready to take this little girl for a ride? I nodded, smiling at Kate and walked over to the massive saddle and carefully swung my leg over seat. Kate was fairly jumping up and down with anticipation now as Becky checked, pushing me around until I was centered and as close to the cantle, or back of the saddle as I could get. She frowned as she looked down between my spread legs at my half-hearted hard-on. Here, let me get this ready for you. Bending over and talking my cock in her mouth. The other three gathered around, kissing and caressing until I was erect and ready. Okay, girls, let's get her in the saddle. Gina bent down and picked Katie up, one hand underneath and the other around her back. Perfect, I think we want her facing her ride, so her butt will be facing the horn. Gina approached with her load. Here, give me a leg. Becky directed, taking Kate's left leg and pulling the little one into a splits position. Okay, Gina, you and I are going to lower her down, Brit baby, if you would do the honors. With pleasure. Brit gushed as she worked her way behind Gina and reached under the widespread Kate and grabbed onto my cock. Down on her knees to get a better vantage point, she directed from below, holding my heart on upright. Okay, down slowly, a little to you, Bex. Okay, just a little more. Here, hold it. Let me get em lubed up. Kate moaned lightly as Britt worked the head of my dick up and down the length of her pussy. Her juices perked out until Britt was satisfied that we were ready to proceed. Okay, we're good. Slowly. Fuck, that's hot. Oh, baby, this big cock is so ready for you. I can feel his heart beat in my hand. Okay, there. Unha, we're in. Now, slowly. You ready for all this cock, baby? Katie moaned as she looked me in the eyes. I could feel her hot pussy, tight and so, so hot. Okay, halfway, ladies. Give her a little more. Oh, I should have had the camera. This is so fucking hot. Her asshole is winking at me. It seemed to take forever to get that little pussy planted on my cock. Finally her thighs rested on mine and she did a little hula move on my cock. I leaned back, my hands behind me and gave a little upward thrust. Oh God. She moaned as my cock dipped deeper inside her. I heard the camera clack as Brit took in the scene. Me in the saddle, Kate in my lap facing the rear of the horse and Becky and Gina on either side, hands under her legs. So you ready to ride, cowgirl? Becky asked the happy rider, comfortable in the saddle. Katie nodded in the affirmative. Okay, baby girl, grab his shoulders and we'll start with a gentle walk to warm him up. I gripped the back of the saddle harder as Gina followed Becky's lead and they slowly lifted and bounced the rider on her steed. Katie chewed on her bottom lip as she bounced a couple inches up and down on my slick shaft. Her tiny tits moved with the cadence of the ride. Okay, let's pick up the pace to a trot. Becky warned and the pace got a little quicker and the bounce a little higher. The little one's grip got a little tighter and she closed her eyes and panted lightly. How's that feel, baby? You enjoying your ride so far? Unha. Was all she managed. How about you, stud? You like giving horseback rides? All I could manage was a stupid grin as I concentrated on not unloading deep inside my young equestrian just yet. Okay. Becky continued. Let's step it up to a canter, shall we? Kate's eyes opened wide as the two tireless women picked up the pace and Britt stepped up beside Gina and lent a couple hands, latching on to the young girl's ass. Fuck me. Kate moaned as the girls worked her like a sex toy, 
her pussy desperately clinching as they drove her up and down. I looked between us and watched a hand and a half of my cock revealed with each stroke. I had to look away or I'd lose it. The sounds were nearly as cum-inducing as the sight of my manhood breaching this tight young pussy. Wet, slurping sounds, the labored breathing of her friends and her own continual low moaning. I opened my eyes to see Becky looking right at me. I mouthed, soon. She nodded. Okay, ladies, it's time to head for the barn. Full gallop to the end. Both rider and horse opened their eyes wide, startled by the sudden spurring. Fuck, 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 fuck. Katie cried as the cadence increased, and the ride became more jolting. Her cunt was strangling my cock, trying to keep from being thrown and my head began to pound as all the blood rushed downward. Kate began to weaken, her impending orgasm robbing the rest of her body of whatever strength she had left. She leaned onto my chest as the walls of her pussy began to ripple. I'm coming, she mumbled. I'm coming, F-U-U-C-C-C-K-K-K-K-K. And she imploded as my cock bottomed out and the girls held her down tight. Katiai. I bellowed as her pussy milked me dry. I felt her juices flood over me as she came hard and I responded in like multiple convulsions of sperm deposited deep inside her. Her sisters collapsed onto us, winded as we were. Hell, I just sat there and I was weak from exhaustion. The only sound in the barn was heavy breathing until one of the horses snorted loudly. I laughed softly and Kate moaned, clinching down on my spent cock. What was that for? She whispered, the side of her face resting on my sweat-soaked chest. The horse, I don't think he was impressed. That drew a couple tired giggles and another pussy hug. Well, I was impressed. Kate said softly, tilting her head and kissing my chest. Yeah, I think I want to take up riding. Gina said. You could hear her exhaustion. Yeah, Bex, you think Ginny would sell us the saddle? I think it would be a great prop for the studio. Brit asked as she stood up and stretched. I looked at her with one squinted eye open and she laughed out loud. Yeah, Becky. I said as I ran a hand up and down her side as she was still leaning on the tuckered out rider. What do you think Ginny would say? Now Becky just buried herself deeper in Katie's long hair as she tried not to laugh and I'm sure we were all wondering if the old girl had watched our performance live. I flashed on a horny cougar sitting in her darkened office, the store closed for the night. The only light was the big screen monitor of her high-definition security system. She was leaning back in her comfy executive leather office chair, her denim skirt and panties draped across the arm. Comfortably reclined, still wearing her boots, she had her legs up on the desk and was spread wide. She watched with rapturous delight as her beautiful niece, her own blood, and her sexy friends frolic in her barn. Envious and grateful, she watched the playful fornication that they seemed so comfortable with. Oh, to be young again as she worked herself up to an orgasm worthy of a woman half her age. I was snatched back to reality with Brit leaning over Kate. Earth to George, earth to George. I opened my eyes and gave her a snarky grin. There you are, lover. Were you visiting Lala Land there for a minute? I'll tell you later. I whispered, none too quietly. Can't wait. She smiled. It's time for Annie Oakley here's dismount, you ready? Hey, I'm just a poor, overworked, ridden hard, put away wet horse here. Yeah, poor baby. Becky mocked. Well, not to worry, I've got just a thing for you. I gave her the look, you know, the suspicious inquisitive look. Don't worry about it there, you big stallion you. I'd never steer you wrong. She laughed. I think it'll be just a thing for all of us after a ride like that one. So Gina, grab a leg and let's see if we can get our girl uncorked here, shall we? Gina and Britt laughed loud as Kate moaned her part. With relative ease, mainly because I was spent and wasn't about to offer any resistance, they had her back on her own two feet. 
They held her for a second to get her legs back under her, and then she turned and leaned over me and gave my spent Willie a kiss. Thanks for a great ride. She giggled and then she stepped into the arms of her girls. It was a hot and sweaty huddle of fine female form and it was almost enough to get a rise out of me, but other parts of my body spoke up louder. My back protested as I tried to swing my leg up and over the horn of the saddle. I rested for a second, working on another way to dismount. If not for the hard floor, I considered just leaning left and falling off. Not much grace in that, but it would work in a pinch. Hey, a little help here. What's the matter, baby? Becky smiled before launching into a little Waylon Jennings stuck in the saddle again. The others were damn near rolling on the floor with laughter while I tried to remain nonplussed. Yeah, I need a little help. I can't seem to get my leg over without twisting my back. I've got a lot more respect for Kalba's now. Well, she smiled as she walked back over to me, naked as though this was the way it always was. You are at a bit of a disadvantage with this saddle. It was made for a much bigger man than you. She smiled bigger yet as she took my flaxen member in her hand and gave it a loving kiss. His legs were longer anyway. I can't speak to how big Uncle Bill's dick was though. I gave her a knowing wink and said under my breath, Maybe Ginny or your mom can tell you. George, no. She admonished me, slapping me on the thigh. Then she looked up at me with wide eyes. You don't suppose, no? No. I can see Mom and Virginia. No, not them and Uncle Bill. No. You think? Hey, I just know Ginny a bit and you, well, rather well. But I don't know your mom or your belated uncle, sir. I replied hunching my shoulders. I gave her another couple seconds. So, you're gonna help me or what? Oh, I'm sorry, what can I do? I think if you just slowly help me get my leg up and over the horn, I can spin around and slide off. Okie dokie, she said as she bounced around to the other side. The other girls stood on the other side and waited to see if I needed help once I successfully landed. I moaned and groaned for effect as Becky carefully hoisted my leg up without tipping me off my perch. I slid from my seat until my boots hit the ground and I just leaned against the saddle. My legs had gone to sleep and it took a second before I could stand upright. Come on guys, let's go get cooled down. And she and Gina led the way. Kate and Britt took my hands and made sure I was still steady. Becky looked back over her shoulder at us and then snickered and poked Gina in the ribs and nodded for her to look back also. Gina started laughing, triggering Becky to let loose. Now you look like a real cowboy there stud, bow-legged and all. The three of us glanced down, and I was indeed walking like I lived on the back of a horse. Kate giggled, but Britt wore a face of concern. Don't worry, babe, Becky said, reading her friend's face. He'll straighten back up in a bit. His leg muscles just need to relax and he'll be okay. Becky stopped at the edge of an area of sloped concrete that had a drain in the middle. This is our wash area where we rinse the horses down to cool them off, clean their hooves if they get muddy, that kind of thing. Kick your boots off and we'll get cooled off. We all quickly obeyed, looking forward to the cool water. Becky grabbed a hose and nozzle that were hanging on a wall and turned on the spigot. Okay the cowgirl. Nodding to Kate. You and your stud first. Nodding toward the center of the slab. We took our spot and Becky moved in and triggered the sprayer. Cool water enveloped us setting Kate to squealing and giggling like a little girl playing in the backyard sprinklers. She jumped around, making for a difficult target while I just stood there with my eyes closed and rotated. Gina and Britt laughed at their roommate's antics while Becky concentrating on her accuracy. The water felt great and I was now standing erect and back to normal. I stepped out of the spray and walked over to Becky and relinquished her of her weapon. You three go join her. 
Britt walked to me first, smiling as she handed me the camera that she'd been holding all this time. Got some good ones, she said, kissing me on the cheek and handing me the camera. My hands were fairly dry, so I took the camera in my right hand and held the sprayer in my left. My four lovelies were all huddled together, looking fearful of what the madman with the hose would do. I just smiled big, brought the camera up and took a quick shot, and then let them have it. They shrieked and laughed for a minute before they settled down and took advantage of their close proximity. I awkwardly snapped a couple more shots of the writhing tangle of long, wet hair and arms and legs. A cool breeze blew through the big doors, bringing the festivities to a quick halt. Lover, Becky said shivering as they all tried to get as close to one another as possible. There are some towels in the cabinet next to the refrigerator. Would you be a dear and get some of them for us? I sat the hose on the ground and stepped into my boots but not before taking another pick of the sexiest knot of drown rats I've ever seen. I grabbed some towels and brought them back to the shivering girls before going over to the big door and dragging it shut. I walked back to the girls as they dried themselves and one another. I snapped a couple more shots when Britt waved her towel at me. Babe, will you dry my hair for me? Handing me the towel and turning her sweet backside my way. I set the camera aside and gave her but a loving caress before tackling the drying job. Becky and Gina drew the short straw as they both worked on Kate's long tresses. Satisfied that we were as dry as we needed to be, Becky spoke up. Hey Katie, let's give the horses some treats. Do you want to go over to the fridge and get some carrots and apples? There should be a pail on the counter there. Oh goody. She giggled and slipped into her boots and took off across the barn. We all watched as she bounced along merrily, her hair swinging back and forth, swatting her little pumpkin-like butt. We all stood there silently until she got to her destination. I never tire of that sight. Gina sighed lovingly. Yep, the redhead agreed. The best groomed show horse tail ain't got nothing on that beauty. She said it with all sincerity, but my girl couldn't leave it alone. Hey, Katie. She yelled across the barn. Becky says you've got the prettiest horses as she's ever seen. Why you little shit? Becky yelped. Brit had already slipped her boots on and was headed south when the redhead turned on her. Come here, you troublemaker, you. Struggling to get her boots on before she gave chase. Gina caught her when she nearly fell, reaching around her from behind, ending up with two hands full of freckled sits. Gina played with her hard nipples as Becky tried to get her boots on the right feet. Finally shod, she was ready to go except for the warm tingle that ran down to her pussy. She groaned in frustration, turning in Gina's embrace and taking the brunette's head in her hands and kissing her until it was Gina's turn to moan. Later, babe she said, tweaking a nipple of her own this time. But I've got a blonde that needs a hoopin'. And the chase was on. Britt and Becky did a couple of laps around the barn as Kate made her way back to us with her bucket of goodies. What's that all about? She asked, watching the two girls bouncing after one another. Evidently Kate never heard Britt's remark, or she just chose to ignore it. Regardless, Gina and I just looked at each other and shook our heads in disbelief. I hugged Kate to my side and kissed the top of her head. I envied her simple innocence. So, are we gonna feed the horses or what? She asked. About this time the girls had completed another lap and were winded. Becky pulled up short and tried to use me as a shield. Britt was just too pooped to care at this point and bent at the waist, her hands on her knees and said between breathes. I'm sorry, Katie. I wasn't comparing your butt to a horse's butt. You know I love your butt. Kate just gave her mentor a questioning look. Gina shook her head again and took Kate's hand in hers. Come on, sweetie, let's feed the horses. Britt and Becky laughingly reconciled with hugs and kisses and joined the others. 
We must have spent an hour or more feeding and petting the big beasts, and the equine all seemed happy and who wouldn't be if you were being loved up by a four beautifully naked women. Katie spent the majority of her time with Don, the donkey, feeding him carrots and scratching him between his ears. She was leaning in close to him, like she was whispering in his big ears. Katie! Becky chirped. Are you talking dirty to Don again? Kate gave her her patented what the hell are you talking about? Look. Becky nodded her head to the inside of the stall, and Kate raised her head and looked back and then gasped. Don was sporting another impressive Woody and Kate, admonished him. Don, you naughty, naughty boy! And then busted up, laughing at herself. Pretty impressive girl. Gina laughed. Kate the donkey whisperer. Who knew? Kate just smiled and said, Yeah, and it works on George too, looking my way. I looked down and indeed, I was somewhat revived from my ride earlier. Well, Becky broke in. That's enough treats for now and we don't want to spoil them. She took the bucket up and headed back toward the fridge. Come on, let's get our hands washed. And we all dutifully followed, admiring the view. Becky cut me from the herd as we got cleaned up and whispered in my ear. I smiled and gave her an approving nod. She joined the other girls and they whispered amongst themselves. Hey Becky, I need to take a leak. Is there a bathroom here or do I just step outside and find the nearest tree? Good lord, yes, there's a bathroom. It's that door to your left, just as we came in. I turned and spotted the door and tipped my hat, as though I had won and made my way. I heard some giggling and the clomping of booted feet on wooden stairs as I stood and did my deed. Three shakes later I was out the door, and I played along, searching for the girls. I walked back over to the counter to pick up my camera, and the giggling became laughter. I looked up at the all-too-familiar hayloft, and there were all four of my lovelies, naked still, but for their boots on the top rung of the protective railing. Thankfully, they weren't on top of the railing as Becky was last time, that scared the living you-know-what out of me. Still, if she dared let on that she was watching this all on video, and Ginny was going to have my left testicle. They stood on the rail, and waved at me while I took my shots and then quickly made my way up the stairs. Halfway, Becky yelled out, George, lover, would you grab a blanket before you come up? I did a quick turn and grabbed two just for grins and made it up the stairs, winded but ready for what I hoped would absolutely make Aunt Ginny's investment in red brick photography and her upgraded surveillance system worth the money. I looked, without really looking, you know, at the two bronze acrylic domes in the rafters. Mere feet above the floor, these cameras were bound to offer the operator nearly cinematic quality footage. Then it occurred to me that for this to really be beneficial to viewer, they would have to be controlled and directed live. I made my way to the girls at the other end of the loft where they were leaning against the rail and looking out into the expanse that was the barn. I moseyed up to Becky and whispered in her ear. It just dawned on me that for these cameras up here to be really effective, unless they are extra wide angle, they need to be directed. I thought of the same thing earlier. She whispered back. But while we were waiting for you, we were trying to be real quiet and because the camera is so close, I could hear the motor as it turned. Ginny got some great shots of our butts. Holy shit, I said, whispering even more quietly. Did you mention that to the girls? I mean, that somehow makes it much more, well, I don't know, but knowing she's watching it real time rather than a recording. Yeah, I know, she giggled. It makes it even hotter. My pussy's so wet right now, it's about to run down my leg. I let out a little whimper and her hand went immediately to my cock, which now stood at the ready. Oh good, she turned to me and smiled. I was afraid we'd fuck you so good with Kate that you might be through for the night. Not a chance, I said proudly. 
But after tonight, I may not be good for much for the rest of the week. Yeah. She snorted. I kind of doubt that. I've heard stories. Yeah, well, now that we're here, how do you see this one going? Well, she said, moving closer. We'll play it by ear in the beginning, but for the finale I want. And she leaned in closer and whispered softly. My cock throbbed in her grip and she giggled. I thought you'd like it. Okay, ladies, I said, picking up the blankets. Let's figure out what we want to shoot. It was immediately clear that we weren't worried about shooting anything but shots that would only be seen by the five of us in the barn. It almost seemed like my three live-ins had forgotten about the hidden cameras. The first order of business was to make a king-size like bed out of a few bales of hay and lay the blankets on top. Becky reminded us of the difference between hay and straw and we avoided any bloodshed. It started with the girls pairing off and the aroma of fresh-cut hay and hot pussy mixed nicely. I jumped up on our grass bed and tried to get artsy, standing spread leg above a pair, shooting down. I got a lot of tongue and snatch, finger and ass and those kinds of shots and even though they were preoccupied with each other, I did get a couple token tugs. All right. I yelled dramatically, jumping off the bales and probably giving Ginny a screen full of cock and balls. Time to switch up. The girls just moaned their dissatisfaction with the idea. Here, said Kate as she bailed of the bales. Give me that thing. Grabbing the camera. Now get your sweet ass up there and see what you can do. I want to see some real nastiness up there. She coached. The girls stared at her numbly. Come on, I know you've all looked at porn on the net. I want to see some nasty, sexy shit. Make believe you're all porn stars. Becky winked at me and I gave her a slight acknowledging nod. I climbed up on the bed on my hands and knees and the girls attacked me and bodily brought me down and flipped me onto my back. My legs pointed out toward the camera as Gina and Britt descended on me. Nice cock. Gina growled, grabbing my cock and yanking it to her mouth. Nice big balls too. Britt snarled as she dropped between my legs and took my balls into her mouth. Kate had a perfect shot of Britt's spread legs and dripping pussy as she lay between mine, rolling one ball after the other in her warm mouth. Meanwhile Gina was topside swallowing my cock as she leaned over me from the side. I was busy playing with her tits when a darkness came over me. Eat this cunt, the redhead demanded as she landed hard on my face. I abandoned the tits to keep from being smothered, grabbing her trim waist and lifting her into the proper pussy-consuming position. Fuck yeah, she moaned as my tongue found its way. Fucking a you can eat pussy. Fuck yeah, eat me babe, eat my fucking pussy. Becky was evidently a great salesperson as within seconds, Gina moved over and physically lifted the redhead up and off my face and spun to straddle my face, looking away from the others. Seeing an unoccupied cock waving wet in the wind, Becky quickly straddled me and dropped straight on, balls deep. Her ass bounced off of Britt's head as she was still happily playing down below. She looked up to see who had assaulted her, only to be looking at my cock slipping in and out Becky's hungry snatch, my cock pulling her inner lips out with each upstroke. Her asshole winked at Britt with each cycle, and she'd found her next target. Lean over, bitch. Britt ordered the redhead, pushing on her lower back. Having no choice, Becky acquiesced, only to find herself staring at Gina's backside as she rode my tongue. I had my hands on the Amazon's ass and was holding on tight, spreading her ass wide. I felt fingers on my chin, trying to slip into my mouth I figured. It didn't take a real porn connoisseur to figure out what was going on, so I pushed my push Gina until I was in a position to slather her juices over her tight bum. Nearly losing her balance, she dropped down onto her knees which only gave Becky and I better access. I tongued her ass and then sucked on one, 
then another of the redhead's fingers before pulling Gina's pussy back where it belonged. I could feel Gina stiffen as Becky probed around her puckered ass. Meanwhile, Britt was busy lapping up the juices from my cock and depositing them on Becky's exposed back door. Kate, meanwhile, was in porn heaven, snapping away, shot after shot, and I knew she was managing it all with one hand on the camera and the other buried in her own sweet snatch. I started to get a crick in my neck and was about to twist my head when matching screams echoed through the barn. I could feel Britt's fingers in the redhead's ass, skimming along my cock, separated by only a thick wall of flesh. At the same moment, Gina's pussy spasmed on my tongue, and her pussy flooded my mouth, triggered by Becky's anal invasion. Then, as though my senses weren't being hammered enough, my cock was squeezed hard as Becky came hard, flooding her pussy with her divine nectar. I had a death grip on the blanket, trying not to come inside the redhead's hot cunt, knowing that this isn't the finale she wanted, from me anyway. Sensing my dilemma, she rolled off of me, carrying the other two with her. It must have made for an interesting shot, me laying there, pussy-soaked cock, hard and angry, waving in the air, my face soaked. To my side were three women, all on their backs with another woman's fingers buried in the ass of two of them, connected like a chain. There you go, Ginny, I said to myself, there's a view I'll bet you weren't counting on tonight. Wow, said Katie as she bounced onto the makeshift bed. That was fantastic. She caught me off guard as she landed on top of me and had my cock in her mouth. Hey, I hardly need a fluffer at the moment. I said, picking her up bodily and placing her on top of her girlfriends. They squealed and tickled each other, finally settling down. What's a fluffer? Becky asked innocently. The other three laughed and I shook my head and said, Easier to ask them when they get over the giggles. Hey, is there any water in the fridge downstairs by chance? Yeah, good idea. Would you be a deer? Batting her eyes at me. By the time I made it down the stairs and back up, the girls had calmed down and they all sat side by side on the edge of the bed. It was too good a picture to pass up, so I sat the water down and took a couple shots as they posed beautifully. I passed out the water and we silently drank our fill. You know, the four of you in this setting is too good to pass up, so how about a few more shots? Sounds good, lover. Britt answered as she stood up before me and stole a quick kiss, taking my resting cock in her hand. And then we're going to get your rocks off? She smiled. Oh, oh, oh. Becky bounced up and down, her hand in the air. Can I be the fluffer? The laughing started all over again. Okay, okay, let's get these last shots. It's been a long day. Don't you mean I get the last shots? Katie asked. Don't I get to shoot the money shot? Kate's obsession with porn was showing once more and the others moaned out loud, casting their vote on the situation, while Becky shot me a worrisome, what the fuck, look. Don't worry about that right now, I said, trying to get the train back on the track. I've got these next shots already in my head, so let's do it. That postponed the conversation for now and I began posing the girls. First sitting side by side again, with their legs crossed, and the other leg crossed. Next with their feet on the floor, legs spread just enough to give a hint of what lie in the shadows. Next was standing in multiple positions, front facing, right, left, rear. Oh God, the rear. My cock jumped at the sight of those four perfect butts, each with someone else's hand on them and another of them looking over the shoulders at me. I managed to find a way to shoot a few dozen shots that were R-rated. Now it was time for X. All right, back on your little butts. And they quickly obeyed. Now let's get a little dirty. And I helped them spread their legs, draping them over each other in a deliberate pattern. With their arms over each other's shoulders and their legs, with boots the same, pussies glistening, 
Well, it got my cock's attention and I stepped to the side for a minute to make sure that the eye in the sky had an unobstructed clue. I took a couple shots and then changed it up, hands on tits then hands on pussies. I was feeling recharged and was ready to put this baby to bed, so it was time for the final pose. Okay, my little girls, one more pose for daddy. All the girls' eyes grew big and lascivious grins grew on their faces. I sat my camera down and I started on the left with Becky. I stood between her spread legs and gave her a kiss before putting my hand on her chest and pushing her onto her back. Next was Gina and I repeated the process. She took Becky's hand in hers as I moved over to little Kate. She tried to put her tongue down my throat during our kiss, and I twisted her little nipple as I pushed her onto her back. Next came the love of my life. Her eyes were misty as I gave her an extended kiss, our tongues writhing in our kiss. We parted and she looked into my eyes and whispered, Are you going to fuck us now, Daddy? In her best little girl voice. A collective gasp and sigh. Yes, baby doll. Giving her another kiss before dropping my head down and kissing her rigid nipples before lying her back. I stepped back and didn't think the scene was really photo-worthy. Okay, my little ones, legs up. And immediately, eight beautifully sculpted legs were in the air. Okay, now, let me get you arranged. First, the boots have to go. This was more for my future safety than the shot. Going from leg to leg, I shucked off their boots and set them to the side. Okay, let's spread them and cross them again. As they got arranged, I pulled their butts closer to the edge and gave each pussy a little lick as I went. The girls giggled and played with their toes and feet until I asked them to keep still and I stepped aside once more for the remote video camera and then I stood back in the center and got off a couple more shots. You girls are absolutely gorgeous. I gushed as I took the last shot. Thank you, Daddy. Came the chorus and then dead silence. I stepped forward until I knew they could see me. I stroked my heart on and they licked their lips. The time had come and I stepped up to Becky. I ran my hands up and down her long legs. Are you ready, baby? Yes, Daddy, she said in a near whimper. It threw me for a second until she mouthed fuck me, Daddy. I winked at her and grabbed her ankles, then placed the head of my cock at her entry, her pussy lips pouting and welcoming. Slowly I entered her until I was buried up to the hilt. You like it, baby? I asked. Fuck me, daddy, please fuck me. The others all sighed and then moaned as they looked over and watched as I pounded their newly adopted sister's pussy. I counted to myself, one, two, three, four, five, six, figuring I could at make one complete round before I gave up the goods. I moved next to Gina, my stunning Amazon. Again I ran my hands up and down her long muscular legs and she shivered. My hands gripping her calves I asked once more. Are you ready, baby? She looked at me with eyes on fire and growled. Give me your cock, daddy. Becky gasped at Gina's demanding voice and I responded in kind and drove my cock into her hungry hole. She grunted as I bottomed out and held it there, grinding my pubic bone on her clit. Ask nicely now. I warned her. Her eyes still burned but she managed to squeak out as she bit her bottom lip. I'm sorry, will you please fuck my pussy, daddy? I smiled as I pushed her legs back and leaned into her, and drove my unrelenting bone into her pussy the allotted six times. I held the last, giving it a final, cervix-smacking thrust. She gave up and moaned loudly as I pulled out. I gave Gina a pop on the butt before I moved over to Kate. The little one had a look of trepidation on her face as I stepped in front of her. How's my baby girl? I asked as I ran my hands up her legs, starting at the base near her tiny slit. She shivered as I watched my progress up her perfect little stems, and she moaned when I kissed the sole of each foot. I happened to glance at Brit on my right, 
and she glared at me through black eyes and she was visibly vibrating with anticipation. Turning back to her nasty little sister I asked, Are you ready for daddy, little one? Yes, daddy. She whimpered, worthy of an Academy Award. She looked down at my throbbing cock, wet with the juices of her sisters. Please, daddy. I want to feel your big penis in my little pussy. I carefully placed my penis at the base of her virginal-like slit, rubbing it up and down, slowly making entry. Don't hurt me, daddy, she squeaked as I eased in at a glacial pace. The air was still, the barn quiet as I made my final push. She grunted as I hit bottom and I held my position, waiting. Are you okay, baby? The concern obvious in my voice. She stared back up at me and I watched as she changed right before my eyes. Yes, I'm fucking okay. She barked. Now shut the fuck up and fuck me. The girls all gasped in shock and I know my eyes were big, caught completely by surprise and I paused, evidently for too long. Come on, daddy. Fuck your little girl. I know you like the way my tight pussy feels on your big, fat, fucking cock. I looked down at our joining. The tip of her little clit peeked out as though watching my cock invade her girlish slit. She moaned and her pussy walls rolled up and down my length. Please, she now begged. Just give me that fucking cock, please. I began by slowly pulling out about halfway and returning. Her pussy rippled again. Harder, she sighed loudly. Fuck me harder, damn it. Her last command triggered something in me. It was time to teach the little ones some manners. Moving fast, I slid my hands under her ass and picked her butt off the bed. Her legs were still spread wide her legs under my armpits. She gave me a startled look as I gripped her ass cheeks tight and fucked her like a ragdoll. I never bothered to count as her pussy gripped my cock and drowned it in her juices. I dropped her ass back on the bed and retrieved my cock, leaving a trail of her nectar on her thigh. She was quiet now, her body still quaking. I stepped in front of my last girl, the girl, the one who owned my heart. After the way I had just treated her little friend who lay beside her, I looked up at her sheepishly. Her deep blue eyes were back, and I was momentarily confused. I expected her eyes to still be the dark, wanting, lecherous black. She reached her hand out and took mine, squeezing it. I love you, Daddy. I love you too, baby. I managed to stutter. Will you make love to me, Daddy? She mewed. I could feel the other's eyes on me. Yes, baby, I'll make love to you. You know I love you. Pausing. I love all you girls. Brit smiled and released my hand and spread her legs wider yet. Without breaking eye contact, I leaned in and we were connected, her magnetic pussy drawing my steel rod home. She chewed on her bottom lip as I slowly made my way until we were one. Fuck me, she mouthed and I gladly obliged. Her calves in my hands I made love to my girl. I lost track of time, and it wasn't until I felt the time was upon me, Brit suddenly sat up and wrapped her hand around the base of my cock. Looking over at Becky, she nodded. Okay, girls. Becky nearly shouted as she jumped off the bed, dragging a blanket with her. Gina and Kate dutifully followed the redhead to the middle of the loft where she quickly spread the blanket. On her knees, she beckoned the other two beside her as my brain slipped back in gear. Luckily, Becky had filled in Brit on the finale as she led me, my cock still in her death grip, to the edge of the blanket. Brit took her place on her knees beside Becky. I glanced up and saw that we were directly below the camera on the ridge rafter. Gina and Kate followed my look and quickly looked back down. Kate smiled broadly as she realized she was about to get her money shot. Okay, lover, ready to deliver? Becky whispered. Been ready. I grinned. What do you want it? The girls all looked at each other and cast a mental roll call. Tits. 
As much as I prefer to make my deposits internally, the thought of doing an old-fashioned, porno-grade money shot, live in front of an unseen audience, well leave it be said that I was more a bit excited. But let me regain control of my own destiny and I went from girl to girl, mouth to mouth, until my cock listened. I grabbed my heart on and began to stroke and the girls huddled up close, mashing their tits together, providing me with a generous target. Stroke that cock, baby. Yeah, come on our titties, lover. Yes, daddy, Brit said in her best little girl voice. We want to feel your hot stuff all over our titties. Please come for us, daddy, please. That did it, and I stroked my cock like a madman. I could feel the eruption emanate from deep within, and I nearly blacked out as my cock fired. Round after round, the girls squealed and laughed as I somehow unconsciously managed to spread my rounds, making sure that not one mound of flesh was left untouched. Finally out of ammunition, I dropped my weapon and placed one hand each on Brit's and Gina's heads and held myself upright. Kate and Becky took the opportunity to grab my weapon and make sure it was safely unloaded. I deposited one small remaining round in the redhead's warm mouth, and then I slumped to my knees. Moans and giggles filled the air as the girls cleaned one another, tongues on titties. It would have made for another great pick, but this boy was done and down for the count. I slumped down on my side, claiming a bit of the blanket, and drifted off. Continue in the next part.